genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I'm your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your usual panel of co-hosts, Sean Batiste. How's it going, everybody? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hey, As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we may ruin them for you. I'll also uh, give you some timestamps in the description so you can skip anything you haven't read. Our top stories today are Empire Number no. 5 by Al Ewing, Dan Slott, and Valerio Shidi, and Marauders Number no. 11 by Jerry Duggan, uh, Stefano Caselli, and Edgar Delgado. El- Edgar Delgado, right? Yeah, sounds right. Edgar Delgado. Yeah, sounds great. Marauders is back. That's cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah, the- dude, Marauders. Fucking it's back. Love finally. this book. Yeah, it's probably one of my... My favorite Xbox. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but that is it. that was like a major top story, like not up oh, for yeah, discussion. So we we're super excited to talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, a great issue. Casey somehow managed to spoil it in the the slightest possible way that still somehow spoiled it. Oh, I don't sorry. think so it was like, you. I don't think it was Casey. I think it was George. Oh, yeah. was it George? It was. My it solution was, both. was just to not listen to Casey. So. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know anything was coming. <laughs> like the only way to not spoil this book for someone is to hand him, hand it to him with absolutely zero expression and say, "Please read this." Yeah, just get out of the store and read this right now. <laughs> and that's it. Just fucking, just go. Just fucking leave. I can't tell you anything about it, yeah. even if I liked it or not. Just read this. I was just, waiting just... all week for Adam to read it, <laughs> and I read it like a half an hour ago, yeah. and I'm like all juiced up. <laughs> but yeah, how are we all doing? How is everybody? We are doing. We're getting there. We're here. Uh, the world's still the spinning. We, the world's spinning. Day um, 16,000 of, of COVID lockdown. It's year five of the quarantine. I, I explained <laughs> it yesterday that I, I all I want to do is go home, and I've been home the last five months. I know exactly what That's a what good way mean. to describe <laughs> it. That's <Yeah>. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, when you have that that desire to just go home and you're already like in your own bed, you're as home as you yeah. can possibly be. Uh. <laughs> uh. Or just you just want to go somewhere so you can just want to go back home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I read this article feeling. in uh in Razor Cake uh a couple weeks ago. Um there That sounds made up. <laughs> there what was the a column Razor Cake. <laughs> Yeah, Razor seriously. Cake is a is a punk, is a nonprofit punk zine. Oh, okay. cool! I they didn't come out I'm like not, every I'm other not familiar month. Familiar with them. It's it, it, Razor Cake has been one of my measurements of how long I've been in lockdown because I got an issue as soon as we locked down. So I I'm three issues of Razor Cake into this so far. <laughs> oh, That's no. how you're measuring this. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but there's uh there's this columnist for for Razor Cake, Reverend Norb. He was the uh, the lead singer of I believe it was. I forget what punk. It was one of those like '90s pop punk band from bands. From I was about to say it's got to so be rockabilly or psychobilly if it's a reverend. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's really sugary pop punk. Oh, okay. he's, he's great. His art, his uh, his column is fantastic. It's like why I get razor cake. Anyway, he was uh, describing the feeling of being in lockdown for this long, like when you were he w- as a kid he was home sick all the time from school. Like he was always home from school sick, and there's this like magical feeling of staying home sick Mm -hmm. and especially for like multiple days yep and 
it's exactly what this feels like. But like we're already it, that's what the first like few months felt like. Now it's just like I don't even know what reality is anymore. <laughs> I I've hear I've hit like a weird zen with it. Like at first I was like, I need to get the fuck out of my house. And now I'm just like, yeah, I live here. This is I don't go anywhere. This is this is forever now. And I've kind of leaned into the skid a little bit. And I'm like, I feel much better about we it. We kind of you and I like flipped then because i was like super cool for like three or four months where i was like yo like i was built for this i was built for like never going out because i don't want to go out. i i force myself to do social interaction as it is so i'm like right. yo this is sick um and then like the world just kept getting worse in ways I, that i could not anticipate and sure. like my my like lack of control over anything in my life is just and my my disparity at humanity in general is at an all-time high so my anxiety and depression is just like spiking in ways that i can't control and i'm just like let me just like fix my my own little home and like things that i can control and just like have like a lot of like really intense like trying to get my shit together kind of like moments (laughs) yeah i think finding like some kind of routine has helped like I go to the comic book store now, so I can at least see another human being yeah, that I don't live like. That definitely so that's, changes. That's things. helping my brain, but like, just in general, like, just like, yeah, like you got to lean into it. And I've just reached that point. And I was like, we're in it for the long haul. There's no, I it, can't fight this shit anymore. <laughs> it helps, but it also hurts. Like, sure. um, it for me, it, when I get too much into a routine, weeks fly by like faster than I can hold on oh, to them, yeah. and mm-hmm. it just feels like I'm losing control of my life. And <laughs> I had this idea recently. I I want to I want to record the radio show portion of the movie Groundhog Day, like as much of that radio show as they actually play, and set that as my morning alarm every morning. Fuck that! No, unacceptable. I don't want to live that life. <laughs> uh uh-uh. Unacceptable. And just see how long it takes me to just go completely mad <laughs> it won't take long i don't think honestly yeah i don't think it would take long but yeah it's just it's a lot it's a lot but i definitely early on i for sure struggled not seeing people i've learned i very much learned that about my personality like that's something i uh, really enjoy <laughs> <laughs> is seeing and talking to people that are uh, other human beings <laughs> so but you know Whatever, like you said. Yeah. Other shit's going on. It is what it is. And we're here now. We're going to talk about comics. At least I have that. <laughs> yeah, at yeah, least. My garden is finally <laughs> finally producing uh, vegetables. I've nice. got a lot, oh, of, nice. uh, a lot of cucumbers. Ooh. Eating a lot of cucumbers okay. these days. <laughs> Nothing wrong cucumbers. Get a couple extra, throw them in we, a jar. We had a, a comic book segue, and then you moved to a garden. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, I'm talking over the perfect segue, and I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm going right. to cut this. Do, do whatever your segue was going <laughs> to <laughs> Sorry. I just, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> don't, don't cut this. Oh. This is good. <laughs> oh, we, we could segue using cucumbers and or pickles, right? Who's got a pickle bucket? I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I was just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, we've been we've we've been on on this call with RJ torturing him. For the last, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> well, we can segue right into we got talk we got to gardens. We're just gonna skip right to Empire, and then we'll come. Oh back yeah, to we got How plant about that? people. There How about that? We're talking yeah, about they... we're talking about three Empire tie-ins. It's fine. <laughs> oh my god, that's so many. All right, well, someone's someone's fire us up. Then. Okay, well, I got an Empire tie-in. Cool. Uh, Neat. Empire X Men 
is the most batshit bonkers book that exists. It's by Vita Alea, uh, Zeb Wells, and Ed Brisson, and art by Andrea... Oh, God. Brocardo. Um, Yes. So, man, this book, holy crap. Is there still plants, zombies, and old ladies? There's so much yes. more than that now. What? There's more? There's, well, there's psychics. There's, oh, yeah. So, so in the last issue, Krakoa was, was under attack, so they, they called uh, the psychics to Genosha to, to back up Krakoa and, like, make sure that the Katati didn't, like, take down the um, Krakoan gates. And there was also, like, a massive, like, <laughs> egg thing being planted by the Kotati, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's all hit a fever pitch. It's fucking wild. Maybe like a seed? A seed? I mean, but, it's, but it looks like a giant, like, bulb. I don't know. It's really it weird. It looks like a giant brain. It looks, well, of, I mean, I was going to get bulb. to that. Like, that's um, flowers of bulbs and things. Yeah. I think it's a plant um, bulb. So, yeah, so all the... All the... Like tulips. <laughs> bulbs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like a tulip. Just yep. like a tulip yeah. person. Just a t- yeah, it's a tulip person. <laughs> <laughs> So all the psychics show up and they start just killing plants uh, as one does, and then magic as psychics as do. psychics do. And they they get like uh, they get like uh, plant armor. Yeah, like all the all the cuckoos are wearing like Groot suits. Yeah, and Mister Sinister and Exodus Groot suits? Groot suits, not like not zoot suits, Groot suits. Groot suit riot. I'm, Oh, that's the dumbest possible joke. Sorry, you guys. Yeah, you nailed it. You got you you skipped like five minutes of jokes, and you just got right. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Sheehan with his bad jokes. (laughs) Thunderous applause, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. That was fucking solid. Anyway, Groot suits continue. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then then magic takes one of the the horde culture, one of the old ladies, and she uh, teleports her to Beast's laboratory, where she's like, "Yo, this old lady needs to come up with the the way to kill." the Kotati, and if she doesn't, then you gotta kill her. And Beast is like, I'm sorry, what now? Plant, plant what now? <laughs> uh, As magic's just gone. Yeah, and then she just, she, yeah, she's like, I don't have time, goodbye, and then just leaves. There's this great, like, part in the book where magic teleports, like, six different times on one page. Oh, it's really good, yeah, because like, she's teleporting to find the source of the Kotati, and she's like, where? Nope, not here, nope. And it just keeps, yeah. like, fla- like, flashing through. It was really good. Um, yeah, so, like, then there's, there's a... <laughs> At one point, the zombies, like, try to make a truce with the mutants, and they're like, make you, make you humans a deal. And they're like, mutants, actually. And he's like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> these uh, plant bu- buggers make, make for real bad eating, so uh, what if we, we take care of them, but then you leave all these dead bodies and these prime cuts for us to eat? And, and like, uh, multiple man is like, I, I guess so? <laughs> so the, the zombies just like... Alliance are... <laughs> with the zombies. <laughs> so the zombies like, okay, I'm going to need you to back up. And they're like, why? And he's like, trust me. And then he explodes because he was Explodey Boy from issue one. <laughs> Fucking Explodey Boy. Explodey Boy again. Explodey Boy. This comic is just, this comic is comic book Mad Libs gone insane. Mm. And like, it works. I don't know how they were able to like, it, it definitely feels like one, you know, you know that game where like one person draws the head, another person draws the torso, another yeah. person draws the legs, and you put it together. It's like that, <laughs> but like it goes really well. It's it somehow works. It's it's amazing. Um, I used fun. to play oh, this also- game called uh, Pictionary Telephone, where you oh, play gosh. a game of Pictionary that way, where somebody writes a phrase and the next person has to draw it, and then the next person has to write whatever they thought that phrase was, and it just goes around the room. 
Oh, it's like an artist version of Whisper Down the yeah. Lane. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, I cut you it's, off. Was... this book is exactly like that. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, oh man, there's a really good line where the the zombies are like, psychic psychic brains have to be like Kobe beef, right? And then the other one's like, or shoe leather. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're like shoe leather because the brain is a muscle, and psychic is just using that muscle. Good. A lot. I was gonna ask you guys mm-hmm. your opinion on the matter. Yeah, I feel like that was. God damn it. I feel like that would be the difference between eating turkey and eating a bald eagle. (laughs) Or like a dolphin. Like it's like (laughs) (laughs) like the most intelligent, the most like high level brain you can get. Well no, I'm just talking about toughness of the meat. Like Well yeah, because like if there's too much uh if the animal is too muscular, it's awful. Yeah. Correct. It's gonna be real muscular it is. Right. Yeah, it's just gonna be it's gonna be tough and gamey. Because fat is what makes the the meat good. <laughs> the fat's the delicious part. Exactly. So psychics would like. I feel like their brain would be like jacked. Yeah. Because that's their. They, that, I mean, that's the thing. I would agree. With oh, that. okay. Right, Actually, yeah, so I, con- I I think conclusive. it would be it'd be more like eating eating beef versus eating horse. <laughs> would be the difference between eat eating a normal brain and a psychic's brain. I unfortunately do not have a frame of reference for that. I've so you never eaten some dog food. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, dry food. That's not horse. That's just. Everything else, as far as you day. know, I yeah. mean, I can buy that horse meat, but it's whale flavored, so I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really give you much of that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely gonna skew the what results. What a bunch of blubber! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Also, how does horse meat come up so much on this? Show? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like an uncomfortable. We're gonna amount. get sponsored. <laughs> yeah, can we get all, oh, dude? Can you hit up those dudes so we get sponsored by the whale flavored horse meat company? <laughs> Oh, we just man. ship out crates of horse meat. We it's like a, it's like meat? a loot crate, but horse meat. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> amazing is not the word I would use. Oh my god, it's a word that I would use because if that showed up at your at my house or anyone uh, of our houses, that would be. We would talk about that for months. <laughs> yeah, remember that time we got a pallet of horse meat? <laughs> uh, oh my I should buy a can of that stuff and then I'll I should taste 100%. it while we record. No. And then describe mm-hmm. what it is in it. Yes, it becomes that a very different episode. podcast. Let's that becomes it. like yeah. like Mike and Tom What's... have snacks or whatever that show is. <laughs> Our new segment: What's in Adam's mouth? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> going bad right out of the gate. No, Crazy. that's that's got the worst search engine optimization out of any idea we've ever had. <laughs> oh my god! Shit. <laughs> yeah, we can't use that. That's the names of Adam's uh, OnlyFans. Anyway. Oh, stop. Don't <laughs> go looking for me at OnlyFans. <laughs> because you'll at least not find bad. them. Because <laughs> you'll find them. I don't need anyone to see that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anywho, Fantastic. Empire X-Men. Uh, Sounds like a lot of fun. I like that we get swashbuckling Nightcrawler. We get swashbuckling. And he's got like a super soaker. He's got a super soaker full of the, the stuff that they come up with yeah. as a cure to the Kilikotati, so that's fucking great. Mm. Uh, um, so, yeah, the only other things I really need to touch on in this issue are, yeah, so the giant bulb thing is totally a brain, and it's a giant kotati monster but then all the zombies eat the brain so it becomes a giant zombie because of course zombie tree monster uh so that's wild but then also so while they're searching for the source of all the zombies magic finds the scepter that uh that scarlet witch uses to use to make the the accidental zombie apocalypse 
And she grabs it, and she root. she becomes the zombie. What what did, what was the phrasing? Zombie queen. It was like the, the zombie queen. But it was like zombie demon lord. It was like it's very. Zombie, it's the zombie queen of New Genosha. That's what it was. Bow to the zombie queen of New Genosha. Uh, yeah. So she she goes full limbo demon with the scepter, and and she yeah. gets like drunk with power on it. Um, and that's that, and the crazy zombie thing are how it ends, and it's just insane. There, there's also a great part where uh, the zombies wanted to eat the katati, but then they end up snacking on Jamie Madrox because they can't, they just find his pieces everywhere, and he's like, "That's not, that's just me." Yeah, he's like, "I don't, you I, like, I don't want you to like say grace first, but like, dang, dude, can you like have a little respect? <laughs> it's me you're eating." <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, I feel like it was this joke was written by the entire bullpen as a way to make each other laugh, and it's so good. Like it's it works super well. It's a, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> I wish all books were written that way. Actually, I'm glad there's one more. Yeah, I I'm can't I can't wait. To, how the hell do they? I also love that it's like you know, Empire is like a pretty far reaching thing, but this kind of exists outside of everything else. It's just its own little like, New Genosha is just kind of like, off in its own doing world, its doing its own shit, going wild. My favorite thing about uh, Empire is that there's only one left. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Brutal! It's I just I, story, Jesus! I just, <laughs> I I hate these these giant events. I I hate all of them. But I mean, like this I mean, is a this is better than most. I'll say that. Like, yeah, I don't hate it. Don't worry. I'm just exhausted we can talk by about it. Death, we can talk about death metal next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess things could be worse. We could be talking about. I have some feelings about... about death metal, but I don't. I have no feelings because I haven't read it because I read the first one and I was very upset about it. Yeah, uh... I, I so might I'd read this just... in trade. Like, I, I just feel like reading this many books every week is just. It's exhausting because there's yeah, there's all there's also like really good stuff coming out like you know any like empire like yeah like it i mean this yeah. week it, yeah. it's a different story <laughs> i'm just i'm wrong i'll admit it it's fine i don't like something and i'm, I'm wrong about every, it i'm only yeah but I'm only really reading wait, the main Wait till book. we get to the book to talk about it <laughs> talk these are called teasers it. i'm not trying to talk teasers. shit on anything Dan Slot, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I love your work. <laughs> what? I don't want to alienate our Dan Slot listeners. Our <laughs> listeners named Dan Slot. You're the Dan Slot fan here. I like Dan Slot. Uh, yeah, I know, but and if you're listening, you're welcome. Oh my boy. I am in a mood today. Sorry. Um, someone get us out of here. So Empire, anyone? Yeah, I can just keep continue on the Empire train if we want to go. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's really it. torture Adam. <laughs> so I I have uh, Captain Marvel number 19 by Kelly Thompson and Corey Smith so the last issue she um, was sent to the uh, Hulkling was like you're an accuser now so you have to you know start accusing people so <laughs> there's this town where um, it was like a truce town but, uh, to like sh- uh cement the peace between the scroll and the Kree. Um so it was kind of like a like a living in harmony um 
state and uh it got blown up uh so they're trying to figure out who did it and they send captain marvel down to uh go down and punish the person responsible and she goes down and she finds out that it's this woman but not only did she probably not do it it she's also her uh carol's half sister surprise she she's didn't... got a half sister yeah. Blue Carol. I don't remember her name, but I'm going to call her Blue Carol. Blue Carol. It's Lariel. I like Blue um, Carol. Anyway, uh, so this issue starts with Carol uh, dropping her off at her home and going back to the the town. And uh, she gets a call from Hulkling. And um, he's like, what the hell is going on? Why, why didn't you murder someone for the crime and uh she's like well it was my half sister and i'm pretty sure she didn't do it and he's like god damn it <laughs> and uh he's like well you know th this is a big problem because it's putting a strain on the alliance so someone needs to be responsible and um she's like kind of calms him down and then um it switches cuts to uh l'oreal at her home and she's talking with Chewy, who is the, the flirking cat. And uh, that's who's watching over her. Um, and she grabs a can of cat food, and she's like, this one has your image on it, so it's either uh, for you or made from you. <laughs> what? Um, the yeah, what the cat heck? There's a picture of a cat on it. Oh, I get it. It's it's cat food. She an alien. It's, it's either food that is cat, cat or it's food that's for cats. Yeah. Got it. Um So then she's like, you know, this this smells horrible. Uh so she opens up the fridge for the cat and uh th there's like nothing in there. So she grabs um She's like, all right, well, we're going to leave. So she grabs, like, loose pocket change and then puts on Carol's clothes, but she just rips them because she's huge. <laughs> um, and then Carol arrives back on uh, the, the planet, and um, there's these Kree that, uh, yeah, they don't trust her because she doesn't have the, the prisoner with her, and uh, she's going to, they're, like, going to contact Hulkling and... He's and she's like, you realize the captain that, uh, you realize captain that the emperor gave his blessing when I received this hammer, and that he trusted me alone with the mission. You think he has changed his mind because you don't like how it's going? Um. Okay. And then she talks to this 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 guy. His name is Walter, and he's like from Carol's long. He's like part of Captain Marvel's long, complicated history. Um, like Alpha Flight person, or. No, like, uh, Marvel stole his identity, uh, when he first came to Earth, and he was, like, a mad scientist, and, uh, but now he's doing, like, community service with the Kree, um, and, He's uh, kind of like, uh, like Honeycutt from, uh, from Turtles. Kind of, yeah. But more of a, I guess more of a bad guy? I can't really tell. Well, Honeycutt's kind of on that. More confused. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you guys. Oh, never mind. That's a deep turtles <laughs> reference. I'm I'm sure yeah. some of our listeners will be like, "Oh, I get it," and then I'm just gone. It's like, now it's worse. Now yep. I'm more more confused. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
There's this great part, though, where Carol is, like, trying to figure out what, what happened. And she's like, well, I, this just proves that I'm no detective. I wish I had my Jessicas with me. It's, like, one of my favorite lines <laughs> in the really book. That's a really good line. I love that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, I need my Jessicas. And she's using, <laughs> she's using her, uh, her judgy hammer to uh, kind of, like, reveal the, the past before the city was blown up. And it's showing her, um, like, L'Oreal just kind of, kind of walking and uh like not not doing any any crimes so she does she's not really sure what what's going on um there's also this mention of like the hammer she it's not evil but it she kind of feels like a presence that's trying to like manipulate her um and then she goes back to the the Cree and they don't have any memory of Walter working with them so, some something's up, um, and it cuts back to to L'Oreal, and she's with Chewie buying uh buying stuff, and she throws down the loose pocket change, and is like, "Is this enough?" And the guy sees how big she is and goes, y- y- "Yeah, yeah, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then she, and then they're at like a Seven Eleven, and she's like, "Do you have a fish? Is that what it's called?" He's like, do I look like I have live groceries here? Like livestock? Um, <laughs> no, the pet store is down the street. Um, yes, sir. Where is your mermaid meat? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> you don't have regenerated mermaid meat? <laughs> That's not no, what's no, in no. Wendy's chili? <laughs> and then there's this Katati monster. So there's this Katati monster um, attacking the small the small child. So Lariel punches the bejesus out of it and takes the child and uh, keeps her safe. And then Carol shows back uh, shows up back from her trip. And there's this nice like six or so pages of them just laying the smackdown on this monster. And the uh, the flirkin eats one of them because that's because they're like Cthulhu monsters. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they do. It's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I love that. The, the These cute little cats who are these, like, weird, like, alien yeah. old gods. <laughs> um, and then, the so the last part, the last thing that happened is she shows up to Doctor Strange's um, Sanctum Santorum, and uh, he's like, er, he like, he's has the hammer, and he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Uh, there's going to be ramifications if we do. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm positive. And uh, so I thought that, like, she was just going to have him try to magic and figure out what's, like, controlling her. But that's, that's not what happens at all. She gets War Machine, Hazmat, and Spider-Woman together. And, um, sh- and uh, Doctor Strange does his... Uh, his uh his magics with multiple hands and he makes more hammers so now they all have hammers and they're all accusers and she's like all right then let's solve a mystery shall we and i was like that's fucking rad he wished for more like, wishes <laughs> yeah i wasn't yeah. expecting that at all it's a very good solution it's Shit, great we had more hammers and infinite boom. hammers please <laughs> It's like when Thor didn't have Mjolnir, so he was just having the dwarves make hammers, yeah. but they kept breaking with every hit. <laughs> yeah, gotta make it stronger. Gotta make a different one. Yeah, he went through like a whole shitload of them. <laughs> yeah, with like one fight. Yeah, it was yeah. But 
That was it was so funny. <laughs> but this is so cool because it's and they call it the Carol Corps. And the next like the cover the for next Corps. issue is they all they're all in the accuser color scheme. It's great. I love it. Sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. That's pretty sick. I'm into that. Now we have lots of accusers. Yeah. You know, I am wrong about this whole Empire thing. This is fun. I think it will read I think it'll read really well. I'm glad this collected. changed your mind, Sean. Or uh, <laughs> Adam, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know. I but I am with like all the tie-ins are a lot, but I think it'll read really well as a collected, uh, in co- like a collected edition with all the tie-ins. And yeah, stuff. I, I mean that is like also said, the beauty of the tie-ins is like some of them are better than others, and you can take them and leave right. them as you. I'm also like honestly, this is really bizarre. This is an event where it had too many tie-ins. They cut a bunch of them, and now I'm furious at some of the stuff that they cut because every issue. Right, the, the Thor, Thor one. one, man. Like, oh, I want to know yeah. about the God Vision quest that Thor's uh, supposed to be on, yeah. written by Ram B. What? Like, that's amazing, and it's not happening. Yeah, like I could. It. I read like the first issue of the Captain American one. Like, I could do without that. Give me the Thor one. Right. That's kind of like. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, and I get it because like it is a, an Avengers event, so like you kind of need to have the, the Captain America tie-in. But like, yeah, like. Sure. sure. But for the same reason, you need Thor. Yeah, exactly. I always kind of think of Cap as being more of the leader. Thor is like a heavy hitter in the Avengers, but I feel like it's Cap's deal Mm. more so. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like they just keep like hinting at it and then like not actually, they're never going to answer. Just like, yeah, Thor's over there. And like, just... (laughs) not actually say anything about it yeah because he's he's been gone this entire time and he's there's only what it's a six issues yeah the yes. main event so um i'm assuming he's coming back soon so he's just what like taking <laughs> cosmic ayahuasca and having a vision quest yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know the movies did that too yeah exactly yeah he's that's like, true i mean yeah. i know i get it it's a classic trope to dispose of one of your heaviest hitters so that you know because he could just like lay Mjolnir down on the Gotati warships like he did with like um, Secret Invasion. When Secret Invasion happened, mm-hmm. he literally came back from the dead and just wiped out all the scrolls. Like, event over. <laughs> Thor fucking ended it. But like... Wow, I yeah, mean... Because like... Because Hulk's been gone. Yeah, yeah Hulk's been you gotta, gone. You gotta Thor's take the gone, big hitters like... out of the fight so that there's actually a like yeah. um, um, chance that the other people win. But still, like, that's a they good They could just story. make a plant Thor. They can make a plant Thor and have him fight a plant. Thor. I would read that. Yeah, but it, I did, I, yeah, Thor v Thor v plant. The enemies Thor. are only as easy as you write them. <gasps> you could oh, the Gotati could steal Yggdrasil. What happens if the oh, Gotati yeah, fucking plant a seed next to Yggdrasil, man? Yeah, that's my. Exactly. Says, Fuck you! Stop! Stop planting things inside of me. I'm a live world tree. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> you stupid Kotaku. Okay, There's so much plant it. stuff going on in Marvel. Oh, it's yeah, you can at least yeah, like it, ask ah! plant yourself inside of me. <laughs> put put no. your seed inside. Never mind. That's really that's getting a little. <laughs> going no, down. That is too far. I'm with you. <laughs> My brain was right with you. We just jumped off a cliff of quality just now. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, it's kind of kind of our MO. <laughs> anyway. Good lord. 
So we could talk about something that's not Empire. We got that out of yeah. the way. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're, we're coming back. Until we come back. Right. We, we, just back. Threw, we just threw that boomerang and turned around and pretend like it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think this was, a, this was a good week. It was a smaller. I felt like it was a smaller week, but there was a lot of good issues, but not like last week. Just it was there so good. There are too many good issues feel- last week and this week. I feel like I'm kind of strapped for choices. Oh, down. <laughs> yeah, I felt so. But never not a good choice. A uh, billionaire island. Oh man! By Mark Russell and Steve Pug or Pew? I'm not sure. Um, I think it's Pug. number four. Yeah. Uh, this book is this book is something. <laughs> First of all, the cover is just your classic rich guys out at sea on a speedboat, but it's just dogs and it's adorable. Because so, I, I also don't think we talked start. about the last issue, but we we learned that yeah, the, I was gonna get into this, the yeah. head of Billionaire Island <laughs> is a dog. Is a dog. Yes. They make so, all of their decisions. That inherited the company. Well, he's inherited the company because he has this uncanny ability to predict the markets just by eating out of a certain... Uh, food bowl does he or people are just that dumb no people just think that because it's just absurd yeah. nonsense but right now our protagonist has been trying to kill someone he's eating out of the live or die oh my bowl God. <laughs> so he got this pit bull just has two giant bowls of food in front of him and whichever one he eats out of will decide the fate which turns into this ridiculous thing he eats out of the die bowl and then you see he's like all right how are we gonna do it any preference and like the the um the weapons on the wall are torture weasel uh, the Shaka Khan and Hammer Time. <laughs> I like the Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then uh, right after that, the the dog throws up everything he just ate. So immediately they're like, "Oh my god, what, what? he what ate out of the mean? die bowl? What do we but he do threw now? Up. What does it mean? Like, what do we do? He didn't choose live, but he also doesn't want them to die. Mm-hmm. It's just like the most because." They're just judging this based off like a dog who ate too much and it threw up. Like it's just so absurd. I, I think the, the main main crux of this this like whole story, but especially this the last two issues, is like billionaires are. I think it, it was like the world's salvation, but also its downfall is the fact that billionaires fail to be able to do basic math. <laughs> like right, like, yeah. Like yeah. just because they're ultra rich does not mean they are intelligent in the fucking slightest. <laughs> right. Well, right after this, they hold like a council and they're like debating on what to do. And like the ones like the the, the island charter is clear. We must obey the will of the dog. <laughs> um, and it's like, well, what if the food was tainted? They're like, nope, wasn't tainted. And then they're just trying to figure out what to do. And then they're like, oh, we'll just kill him. Or like, we should be sure. Or at least like. 75% sure before we kill this guy. <laughs> so they end up they end up throwing this guy into like the gerbil wheel that there we got introduced to with like all the reporters in it in the first place. And there's just a couple good moments. This is just all commentary on obviously what's going on. So I just I don't go too just in the plot, but like they cut to the president and it's very clearly Kid Rock, and it was oh my I fuck I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair when I was reading this. Oh my he's god! Got like he's got like a weed hat. He's got like he's got like a weed hat, like a, a cape flag, and he's just like on like this conference call. It's so and he's got his like crazy so Doctor Phil jowls that he has now, like but aviator glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fucking yep. wild. And they're basically debating on um whether they're going to release this 
fertility drug in America. Well, no, that it's it's a, it, it's a ster- or sterility. sterility. Sorry, sterility. It's a sterility yeah. virus that they. So like virus, the whole yeah. thing from the first issue was that the main character's family food, right? was victim of the like beta trials of the sterility virus in like Angora or whatever, and um. Uh, that was the company. Yeah, right? and like so, they're like, well, you know, in order to stop the famine, we have to like do something. Get rid of population. We have to like yeah. like quell the population. But then like the accountant pops up and he's like, sir, I've crunched the numbers. If we this just was, tax the top rates so of billionaires, we can build enough self-sustaining cities for the entire population. And before he can even finish, he's like, a drone is like dragging him away. Just takes him and just drags him away. And then like the, <laughs> the main guy's like, okay, fine, we'll use the sterility virus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a little yeah. too on the nose. A virus that wipes out a large number of the population. Yeah, and billionaires still making yeah. all of their billions of dollars and becoming trillionaires in the course of a pandemic. It's like super uh, not on the nose yeah. at all. It's like... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and that's like the whole premise of this is like they built these safe havens away from that. And like the guy that they ran into on the beach that's been like a hermit who's also, you find out he's also a billionaire. So he is like network is like 34 million or something. They He's like, I designed the place but they wanted all this all the billionaires wanted all of the uh the glam and the fashion and the, the aesthetic of this rich place so he had to cut corners yeah, he, they wanted so all that shit, but they like, didn't want to pay for it <laughs> right so he's like yeah you have all of this well like all this uh, all this crap to just show their wealth and it's all taken down by two dollar locks that i can pick in five seconds <laughs> so they're just walking right through this whole place and picking locks going wherever they want to go to kind of like get off the island so it's it's kind of an interesting thing it's like oh yeah you can you have this appearance of wealth but it's really just a trash fortress <laughs> that has no real sounds security like it sounds like yeah right, right. Trump tower jesus it's like shit trash like that fortress. I, again much like much like money shot very thinly veiled commentary on the people but again this uh, was written before there know. was a fucking global pandemic so... that's that's well, nuts that's fucking nuts. But it was also, yeah, you could you could tell he very clearly had very specific people in mind when he was writing these certain oh, characters. Yeah, of course. I mean, like it's not, like but, some of these people are not even they don't mention that it's Kid Rock, but he's drawn to look exactly like Kid Rock. That's fuck. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the dude Kid that's Rock. been walking like, around in no a fucking way. bathrobe the whole time is very obviously oh, Harvey Weinstein. But that's like Harvey they never Weinstein, say that. they've had yeah. That's so such good. a wild tightrope to walk though, uh, for like likenesses oh, yeah. and stuff like that. That's because yeah, like because Mark Russell's very clearly giving direction, and the art. I feel like the artist has to be very, like obviously it's like that's like like the we talked about with the Louis C.K. Yeah. one. It's like that's definitely him, but it's like it couldn't. It could also not be. So like they get it's but a very fine it, line. It the artist under, has to draw. It falls under the umbrella of parody. So like even if any of these people exactly. wanted to sue him, they can't win. It would just be a fucking dumb dumbass legal battle. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I, I think it's great though. Um, this book kind of pivoted back. Like I think I don't know if we talked about the last one. It kind of was like getting into the world. It kind of pivoted back to like the whole absurdity of everything. And I, it's a great book. Mark Russell's like I I love this book. Uh, you know, Second Coming was another similar vibe to this, and uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this one for sure. Yeah, I. It's fun. Uh, it's I funny. Mean... There's cute dogs in it, and it's also horrifying. <laughs> It's it's horrifyingly real and also hysterical because yeah. of how real it is. It's super good. 
yeah, it's just it's great when you see the one person. It's like, oh my god, yeah, that would be a good idea. Just getting like, no, fuck this guy, get him out of here. <laughs> like anyone who has any logic or reason is immediately dismissed. Um, they obey the obey the will of a dog. Um, like it's just it's it's just absurdity, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Well, uh, to go in a completely different direction. Um, Let's do it. I read. The Loneliness of the Long Distance Cartoonist by Adrian uh, Tomina. Mm. Or Tomina? Fuck. That's the worst thing I think, about... I think, it's, I think it's Tomine. No, I think it's Tomina. Because he, he illustrates... One of the running jokes in this book is, is people uh, getting his name wrong. And <laughs> it's... Awesome. It, it's That's oh, great. Yeah. It's, a, it's a book about anxiety... And it gave me this real world anxiety of like, shit, I have to talk about this book tonight and I can't fuck up this guy's name. <laughs> well, rip. Well, but I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's Tomina. I looked it up on YouTube and like a bunch of different interviewers introducing him and it's all Tomina. Yeah. That, that's the level I went to. Cause like, that's how much I relate to this mm-hmm. fucking book. It's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. So this guy was, um, he's, he's an illustrator, cartoonist. He, he wrote um, this indie comic, Optic Nerve, for several years. It was like a self-published book in the 90s. And he's done work with The New Yorker and stuff like that. He's a very, like, you, you know, you recognize his work, but you don't always recognize his name. Like, when, the, mm-hmm. the, the, and that's, that's a running joke in this book, too, of people, like, being like, wait, who? And then I flash back to... Casey recommending this book to me and me not knowing who he was. And I, it just like, there's so many things about this book that just made me feel awful about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's, escapism. it's, it's like a collection of short vignettes of, of the author kind of having these really awkward moments or having these really anxious moments. And the way it's like th- throughout his career at like different comic book conventions and signings and stuff like that, and just interactions with the business. And there- there's a few scenes of him at like award ceremonies and stuff. But um, the way he illustrates anxiety is so well done that it like it cl- a few things clicked in my head with my own anxiety. I was like, oh my god, yes, that's exactly what it is. Like I almost want to give this book to people that I'm close to who I I've been trying to explain what my anxiety is. Just be like, read this book. It's hmm. it, it'll explain it so well. Like there's this, this scene where he's doing an interview with NPR and the whole time he's doing the interview, he's actually standing behind himself in the room going like, Oh, you're totally blowing this. Like, Oh, this is the, they're asking you that question. You wish they didn't ask you. And then he goes, Oh, look across the street out the window. You can see very clearly a guy in a dentist office getting a cavity drill. Does that look terrible? Like, just like, <laughs> just the way he, he illustrates the, that kind of voice in your head when you have anxiety, that's just like, you're fucking this up. And I'm so mm. fucking mad. I didn't have time to read this. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, Casey needs to read this because it's so good. Um, I bought but there, a copy. This... I, I can't wait to read it. I. <laughs> it's a cool book too because it's 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 printed on um a graph paper moleskin book like like it's made to look like a moleskin hmm. book. It even has like the the elastic band that holds it shut. It's got the 
the cloth bookmark. It's a moleskin. It's it's pretty wild. But um there's there's a couple of just lead-ins where like he's like, all right, here's here's a start to this really awkward situation, but I'm going to tell you right before it happens pretty much exactly what happens. And you're like, oh God, no, please don't. Like there's this one scene where it's a page of him sitting in a doctor's office and the doctor's like, all right, well, the diagnosis is you're lactose intolerant. Um, you can you can avoid it pretty well just by avoiding um, dairy products. Uh, you won't, it'll save you from more, uh, you know, like embarrassing situations that it cuts to one day earlier and he's meeting this journalist for the first time. It's like, oh shit, no, 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 no. It's like, that is the most heart squeezing lead in I think I've ever read. It's like, oh shit. I can relate yeah. to that. I can, I, I know where that story goes. I don't even have to read it. My man. <laughs> I think we all know where that story goes. That's bad. the point. Yeah, and it's it, but, but like I feel bad he sets guy. up the scenario so well. They're just like, oh shit! Like I don't even need to read the next six pages to know where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm just gonna just... I'm gonna do myself a favor and skip a couple pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need to read the story about this guy pooping his pants. I just, and there's I like some it. laugh out loud moments of this book too. Like like there's a little bit of Schadenfreude that's just like, oh god. Like there's there's a lot of. It, it's a fun book. It's kind of informative. It's also heartbreaking at moments. It, it's it's quite a it's quite a roller coaster. This guy's this guy's life, but um, it, it kind really of really describes his work in general. Like killing and dying is like that. Like yeah. uh, a lot of optic nerve is like that. His work tends to be a little too on the nose, and that's why it's beautiful. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I, that's that's why yeah. I knew I would love this book. But knowing that it is specifically about his anxiety makes me even matter that I that I dropped the ball this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good, and and the ending is is very sweet. And um, yeah, it's it's. I didn't know much about this guy, and now I want to go buy more of his work. Like it's one of those it's one of those memoirs. Like I I, I love reading memoirs of people I don't know much about because then it it kind of opens up a world of more stuff that I that I'll enjoy. So I'm, I, I think I'm going to track down some of his other work. I can, I can nice. help you with that. Yeah, That's there what it I'm is. here for. <laughs> yeah. It sounds really interesting. I might circle back. Yeah. To this remember one, that actually. time that Maybe I told you to up? buy it and you said, who's that? I don't give a shit. And then... I didn't say that. I just, I was like, no, no I was talking to Sean. I did. Oh. <laughs> I did. I did. Maybe I'll read it. Uh, when I go to the beach, I'll borrow. Yeah, it. there you go. <laughs> like it was mostly just to make Casey angry. <laughs> More so than it was to actually. It was like forty-five percent. <laughs> but yeah, this was a this was a fun read. It, it's it gets distracting at times that it's printed on graph paper, but it still it adds to the charm because it's like it's almost you like do your math homework in addition to reading. Yeah. But it, it's almost like this is how he wrote this book was on a moleskin. So why wouldn't it be a moleskin? I like right it. exactly. All right, what do we got next, baby? Uh, there's a lot of good. This is a big. Uh, this is a big boom week. Ooh, what I you got for boom? And I, are gonna, I know. Um, Wait, is it a big boom week, or is there just one boom book that you want to talk about? There was, there. Well, there's at least three that came out that I read. Really? And we're gonna talk about two of them. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. We're talking about two of them. All right, you go first. I'll do my boom book. Boom book next. <laughs> boom boom. Boom boom. Um. <laughs> Yeah, alien. Uh, there's a couple. I'll, I'll just alienated five came out. That oh yeah, that one was good. And I don't want to talk so about it, but it's really dark. good. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. 
Um, Something Killing the Children, number nine, though, uh, by James Tinian. Tynan. I don't remember. James Tynan, the fourth. And Werther Deladera. Um, Good Lord. This book has just turned everything up to 11. Um, It's so good. If you don't. If you don't remember, uh, there are monsters killing children in the woods Spoiler. of this town. Um, <laughs> I know, right? And, um, well, turns out there's little monster babies, and you can only attack them when they're feeding. And looks like they're on the rampage, and they're just fucking killing kids left. There are just lots of murder by monsters. Um, like a ball But now they're getting to the place. point where... <laughs> Our monster hunt. We get some background on our <laughs> Jesus, RJ. Um, we kind of get some background on our monster hunter that has come into town with the original kid that she kind of rescued, who's now in the hospital. Um, and she kind of shows up to him and is like, "Hey," and she just lays it all on the line for him. Is like, "Are you here to like cheer me up?" She's like, "No." I'm here to use you as bait. <laughs> like, oh, the, I need that, you. That like we conversation need... was really good because he's it was like, so good. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, yeah, I know you're not even here because you care about me. I know you're here to use me. And he's like, what? Like, what are mm-hmm. you gonna do? Shoot me? Or are you gonna like, you know, like? I, and then she's like, no, I need to use you as bait. And I was like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> I kind of like how she just kept it really. She just kept it real with this kid. It was like, yep, you're right. And he, she pretty much was explaining like, this is why we need to kill this thing because and then she goes into her backstory basically talking about like when she was a little girl this same kind of monster came and killed she watched it kill her entire family and didn't couldn't do anything well eventually stabbed the thing and then someone like her came and they trapped that monster in her little stuffed animal so the spirit of this monster lives in her little octopus thing that talks to her that we've seen throughout the series so that was an interesting reveal yeah, I'm glad we finally um, so she's got not her crazy. backstory in general. It, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, she's not completely insane. But she's basically saying, like, I want to stop this. I don't want to train you. I need your help. This is a horrible life. I've seen some fucked up shit. Yeah, and she, and she also goes into, like... We just want to save like, some kids. She's like, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Like, the company that I work for that, like, that does this, it doesn't give a shit about preventing it. It just gives... They give more of a shit about, like, covering it up and keeping it quiet. So, like this shit sucks. I don't want you to do it. I'm not going to do what to you, what was done to me. So, but like, I do need your help, you know? Yeah. Cause like the kid like asked, like, you don't really know what you're doing. She's like, no, nah, not kind of, I kind of do. It's like, well, get someone who knows better. And they're like, yeah, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. Like, I'm here because I care all. a little bit more than they do. And like, they yeah. might know a little more, more, but like they don't, yeah, they're not going to actually do anything. <laughs> yeah. And now like, through twists and turns, she's going to try to go get these monster babies, um, but the cops find a kid that tried to stop her in the first place in the woods with about three or four dead bodies now, uh, but no, they can't see the monsters, so he's just sitting there with a bunch of dead bodies in the middle of the woods. So the cops, again, are trying to figure out what's going on. There's just, like, all these dead kids, like, no one knows what the hell's going on. I love there's, like, a super inappropriate police officer who just oh, doesn't just understand social cues at all. Well, he's <laughs> like, I've been giving the parents beer when they come to identify their kids to make it easier. And he's like, uh, the other one was like, I could smell it on your breath. And he's like, oh, you want one? He's like, no, I don't, I don't want a beer. He's like, oh, have two then. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Just I like, also, it's like, like anything to make it easier for the parents and stuff, but like, it's just a whole mess. There was like a really fucked up line in that scene where they're like, you know, like, oh, have you gotten to like William whatever? And they're like, no, we're in the J's. Oh, yeah. Turns out there's a lot of J's. Like, it's like, fuck, there's mm-hmm. that many murdered kids. Holy shit. Like, yeah. What yeah, a like flippant line gym. to describe the like dozens of mm-hmm. dead children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're they're storing them in the gym to have and having the parents come in and like identify them and stuff. It's like a really like sad and morbid book, but like it's also like, fuck, man, this is a this monster mystery thing is pretty. It's pretty exciting and intriguing. Like it's it's really well done. Like I'm, it definitely like uses the trope cool. of those like monster hunter like like you know thing, yeah. but then and then subverts them just enough to make it really interesting. Yeah, it's like watching like your Monster of the Week show where they just go and hunt the monsters, but like you're also getting the view of all of the the trails of victims that get left behind, which you don't normally yeah. see. So you're and, seeing both sides. And of the it. like, usually your hero is the kid who's wrapped up into it, and he gets like the call to call to action, you know. And it's and mm-hmm. she's like, no, exactly. fuck that. You're not getting called to action. This shit sucks. I don't want you to do yeah, this. I, you know, like yeah. there's don't do yeah, this. Like and like the 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 monster hunters aren't altruistic they're just another corporation you know like there's like there's there's bureaucracy burying lives you know like yeah what does she say the because the only people who can actually stop them care less yeah exactly Exactly. yeah yeah like i I like i I like the vibe of the monster i think it feels like i don't just throw it out like this like a supernatural type of vibe like you have like these reluctant monster hunters because they were thrown into it because it's like what they all they know but like also like they give a little bit of shit but like there's also just all these other people that just don't care at all but they all at the end of the day like this girl just wants to like not have other people get murdered kids and their families just be murdered by these monsters which is like no and no one will like it's really good it's really well written art is great oh the art's Um, phenomenal i've gotten used to the i've gotten used to the odd panel placement it seems to be uh I think Boom is doing that that odd, like unique, I should say. A lot of the Boom books seem to have that more like sprawled across panel placement. Uh, now that I like nine issues in, I understand it. It's a yeah. lot easier to read. <laughs> I, and, but it, it's cool though. I need one of those Monster Hunter face masks, and Boom needs oh. to get on that. Mm. Yeah, they're they, awesome. they are making them. Great yes. New Worlds has ordered them, so yes. we will be getting oh, some. Oh, sweet. Even so that, that will be our first uh, face masks that we've ordered since uh, the quarantine started. Nice. So. Yeah, they're pretty dope. Also, us. Uh, yes. So if you want one, I, let me know. <laughs> DM me, and I'll. I think pull Adam just did. <laughs> also, um, stay tuned. We might have something in the works, face yeah, mask we're, wise. We're, we're working. We're working on. We're not killing children. <laughs> yes. No. 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 We're, Def- we're yeah, totally no, innocent of that. Not. Completely. Speak for yourself. <laughs> wow, you sound so not sarcastic. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Hopefully, yeah, that'll be cool. I'm. I'm hoping. I'm. I want to announce that, but we got to. Yeah, make we sure got it. We got to. We'll keep that, keep under, that wraps. under wraps for now. But anyways, stop. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we did. We didn't you know, keep not... it under wraps. So, listeners at listeners at home, don't tell anyone that. <laughs> God. Don't add us, <laughs> or do I don't know. What? <laughs> this is my new favorite game: is to see if we can make RJ lose. His yeah, game. no, I don't. I'm, I'm it's worried about game. him now. I, I think we've. <laughs> yeah. 
We pushed so him too far. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> anyway, something is killing children. I think the first arc is it a is. trade or it, there you go. Thank you, Casey. You always reaffirm that when I just assume things are on trade. <laughs> um, this is a good. This is a good one. If you're into the monster hunter or monster genre, I I've think I've been uh, kind of describing it really as enjoy like it. for fans of Stranger Things or X Files or like that kind of. I get a suit. Yeah. I get a supernatural vibe. Yeah, supernatural. It's definitely like if you're into that. If you're not yeah. John, if you want yeah, Stranger like, Things, but you want something that's actually well written. Whoa! Hot take. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> this has been RJ's hot take. <laughs> Just so Damn. tired of Stranger Things. <laughs> well, don't worry. They're going to be back soon enough. Yeah, for the last season though. So we only oh, have one season four. One okay. more unbearable season. Whoa. God damn. You don't ha- like RJ. You don't have to watch it. That's like the best part about all this media is like you can just watch something else. <laughs> yeah, I think you don't you, have to. I think you've yourself. missed a few episodes of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RJ is just a life completist. <laughs> yeah, if it comes out, he has to consume it in some yep, way. Yep. <laughs> Whether he wants to or not, and it seems like more often than not, he does not want to, but he does it anyway for the good of the cause. You have to. You have to. <laughs> You have to know something in order to know it's bad. That's that true. Is true. Yeah. It's like it's like me continuing to read Dark Knight's Metal and just being mad about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, me and yeah, RJ. That's a, t- that's a double. That's a double whammy on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll circle back back to that book eventually. Maybe I feel like good. we could cover maybe the last know. issue of it. Be like, yo. Oh, that's what we should just do. Do a full sure. overarching. We should do like well, a, that'll a, be our a, Patreon a dark, exclusive. We should do like a DC State of the Union. Like, <laughs> That's actually we need to oh, after all those fucking layoffs. Jesus yeah, Christ. no, I I, yeah. I I forgot. I meant to I meant to mention that at the top of the show. Like that is heartbreaking. All of these layoffs at DC Comics. Yeah. Some yeah. some of it, I feel like some is more heartbreaking than others. Honestly, um, some of it probably needed to happen, but some of it was like excessive as fuck. Like I think yeah. the most upsetting one was the um the editor of the Black Label got and it's like fuck that that's the best thing they've done in years decades i don't know it's like it's incredible and like you know like it's just a shame that it's happening yeah, and, but and i think like the the imprint with like hellblazer yeah and stuff the, the editor as of well because that that's a lot and, and a lot of those books are going to be endings which, sooner i mean than, no they were already they a lot of them like hellblazer was slated to end already and like it was oh, like okay. it was just well it was the it was the end of those, that creative team. So whether or not it mm. continued was up in the air, you know, for it to be renewed. But yeah, like a lot of things right. are just kind of like ending at their appropriate end and, and, and not getting it back up. Yeah, replaced, I, I'm just worried that this, this could lead to, to DC as an entertainment company abandoning comics. Uh, well, Jim Lee has already said that they are, they're going to focus on more digital only. And mm. I think they're going to discover what Marvel discovered. And that's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah. It's not going to yeah, work. Cause Marvel tried that Marvel. I, th- I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago, like the, they turned a bunch of their ongoing series into digital only. And the fans didn't transfer. The fans are just like, no, I'll just stop. I'd rather stop reading it than switch my medium. Right. You know? Cause like you have so many loyal physical readers you know yeah. and, and like people that read digital read digital people that read physical read physical and i don't think you're gonna get people switching over significantly you know what i mean um i mean i so, I, I bounce back and forth i read a little bit of both but uh, but i get it like uh, a, a lot of your market is our collectors and there's nothing exactly. to there's nothing to collect mm-hmm. in digital especially for dc exactly. i feel like there's like they've been really good about like variants lately and they've been very good about like you know like like 
the, the the physical incentive they've been they've been focusing on that more so to go all of a sudden to digital only feels like a very corporate executive decision and like not I a don't comic think book it's decision well the, they're you know they're a I mean? streaming services I, company now is is yeah it's not DC's decision and and yeah. I I feel like they're like it's man we could tech. just we could just get more money out of people on a, on some sort of subscription fee instead of you know yeah HBO Max. But, AT&T is consult like AT&T is just doing the slash and burn. I mean the only thing that like there's a couple kind of okay things that have come out of it like um RJ was t- was telling me like or telling us like in the group chat that there was like a some panel with with Tom King and it turns out like the executives at DC fucking hated some of the more like thoughtful and emotional and cutesy stuff that he did with the Batman run like the Batman Catwoman Superman Lois Lane double date and like mm-hmm. DC was fucking like vehemently against it but all those executives are gone now so like maybe we get more thoughtful like well-written creator run stories possibly if that's who they're going to replace them with there was also um the co-editors the co-editors in chiefs however you say that are um now (laughs) i forget their names but um it's an industry lifer it's this woman that's been working in comics for like her whole fucking life and then the the other one is um, she's been the editor in chief of the young young adult reader line. Like DC's been putting out a ton of like really good original graphic novels for um, for young adults, and um, they're like super high quality. They're very well written. Very they've been getting like top talent for it, and yeah, uh, I think that means it's going to be a bigger focus on original graphic novels instead of weekly comics. So like I think they're going to be putting out original graphic novels and, and digital comics. Um, uh, Marie Javins and Michelle Wells. Thank you. Yes, that is their name. Um, and and Jim Lee's still the uh, CCO. Yeah, he's still the like chief creative, the chief officer, creative so. officer. Um, and like I I, yeah, I, so. I talk shit on DC all the time, but to to see to to imagine a world without weekly DC comics is still heartbreaking. Yeah, and I I honestly yeah, don't I think, think that they're. Yeah. I I would be very surprised if they you know because like. Look at Mad Magazine. They yeah. canceled Mad Magazine. The entire world screamed about it. And now we have Mad Magazine again. <laughs> you know? And, like, can you imagine that with Batman? Yeah. <laughs> Try and cancel Batman. Yeah. And, like, you thought America set their cities on fire for... <laughs> Gotham will <laughs> for burn if you cancel Batman. <laughs> I think the issue is, like... You won't have the universe. You'll just have like the Trinity. Yeah, which is also very of, like, disappointing. Comic fans they are going to be worried so about. They have so much. They have so much potential for so many fucking characters, and to limit that to only the Trinity is very disappointing. But at the same time, I think it you could rebuild from that. You know what I mean? They can look at smaller companies and see what they're doing like creatively, and maybe take some fucking cues. But at the same time, it's important to remember um, this is why monopolies are evil. So oh, yeah. if you if you fucking hate it, you should talk to you should email DC. You should straight up scream your opinion about like being mad that that like comics might go away because the only thing they listen to is dollars. So if you threaten to stop buying them because of, you know, like losing creatives in the books that you love, then you should absolutely tell somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, you know. That's all it's for. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I agree. DC has been a, yet another casualty of uh, capitalist greed. So, yeah, hopefully it's not too bad. Like you said, I don't want Batman comics and stuff to go away, and I want you know you. 
if there's if they're going to go to digital, they may not have that market. So you're not going to attract talent yeah, either. Exactly. So because like why would you could why go would down. you create digital comics for a for a niche market when you could just take your talent to Image and right. actually make money? Absolutely. And, yeah, and just write your Batman. And book they're and they're kind of burning their own house down too because they're doing this thing with distribution. Mm-hmm where a lot of stores are like, fine, we yep. won't carry DC Comics anymore. So Not that, even that they won't. It's that they physically are unable right. to. Because you got to think about comic stores and their their infrastructure is, is ancient. Right. It's, like, it's like you take small businesses and have give them an infrastructure problem, and that's how small businesses can't, like, that's how they fail. Exactly. Like they can't survive something like that. We were so lucky that we made, a, like, a switch during the shutdown otherwise we wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to carry dc comics yeah. like physically would not be capable of doing it but what that so, does like, is it it gives the higher-ups and the people making the decisions the ability to say well the comics aren't selling right now the stores don't even want them yeah exactly they're looking at numbers exactly. and not looking at the it causation feed, it of all those feeds numbers. right because they don't care it's yeah i don't give a shit and also whatever. like comics are That's a always the loss leader like comics they're they're an IP factory, and that's all they look at them as. They don't mm-hmm. look at them as a making, money maker yeah. because they don't make money the way that movies make money. You know, like well, yeah, you're not making from the Batman comic. You're making the money from the Batman show, the Batman movie, and the Batman merchandise and the toys and etc. Exactly, yeah. Batman the lunchbox. Right. And so you need box Batman and Batman the flamethrower. Yeah. Oh, dude, Batman the flamethrower. I'm in. Dude, well, don't knock the Batman thong. They are. I bet they make more money from Batman thongs than they do Batman. They're comics. actually bulletproof, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, bulletproof and extremely comfortable. <laughs> they allow you to kick your legs up real high. Yeah, but his parents mm. weren't bulletproof. Whoa, <laughs> more that's more protection oh. than his parents got. Is it is it too Damn. soon for a Thomas and Martha joke? Has there ever been a, a, a no. Batman uh, set of pearls like collectible? <laughs> like it's just it's just a box of well, scattered that went down pearls. The drain. I was gonna say no, it's just a bag of pearls. <laughs> oh, oh my god. We got any DC books? No, no? but I do have a boom no book. Transition that one, out of you this? had the transition set up again and then you fucked it up by boom, talk, boom. talking about DC. So I, I did want to have we that conversation. I thought it was worth No, having. I did too. I totally yeah, forgot. It was good. Like I I think we talked earlier about like we should be having more conversations about what's like happening and in the comic forgot. industry and then just fucking drop the ball. Yeah. Entirely. And then I started, I yeah. talked about cucumbers. So, we, <laughs> so everyone uh all for all of you who stuck with us, there you, uh, go. you know what? I'll I'll, I'll put a timestamp on this specifically. <laughs> like yeah, conversation be, about yeah. the state of the union at DC figured out. <laughs> yeah, because I'd hate for someone to skip hey. that conversation because they wanted to skip that book. Yeah, they they were they're not caught up on something's killing the children, yeah. and then they're like, "Wait, what the fuck were they talking about with DC?" Yeah, I'll put a timestamp for you guys. Batman thongs. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway Casey, um, take yeah, us out. I got, of this. I got another boom. Uh, boom Studios. Oh right, goddamn. Fucking thief <laughs> taking my damn picks. Uh, it was yeah, a battle sure. royale for picks this week. In case you just mission yeah. impossible into your house and was like, I'm yeah, mine. she did. Uh, All your picks belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a uh, it's seven anyway. secrets number one by Tom Taylor and Danielle D. Nicolo. Um, it was really cool. I'm a I, huge Tom Taylor fan, yeah. so I'll kind of kind of like follow him into anything. You know, I was already on board with this. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, RJ and I were talking about it. It feels like the first 15 minutes of a movie and you just like shut it off before the title card. Um, 
Hell yeah, which dude. like is it, it's like a perfect number. It one really issue. is, and it, it it definitely it feels like I I need more, and I guess that's my only complaint is just <sighs> like there's not nearly enough content, but it's jam packed with content already. So like, so anyway, so the, yep. basically the book is about seven secrets, and they are um they are guarded. <laughs> um by the lives of um i forget the, the the name they have like two different guardians there's like a keeper and a holder or something like that i forget um yes i believe that is um, correct and so so i guess there's four, 14 Sorry. people yeah yeah keeper and a yeah, holder yeah so yep. um oh no it's a yeah it is keeper and holder cool 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 um so we find out that mm -hmm. this one secret is guarded by a man and a woman and they did the thing that, that two people who are forced together often do. Uh, they tic -tac -toe do. They fight. <laughs> <laughs> they probably also they do that. fight, but they definitely had sex and do had I'll say a baby. It. Yeah, they, f yeah, they, they fought. fought. They replicated. Oh, intense tic-tac-toe tournament. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, uh, it, I got some some saga vibes from this because we. I, that was exactly what I was going to say. That the they, they narrator the same thing. is the unborn child in this issue, um, so we uh -huh. get we get a total hazel well, scenario. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of flashbacks and stuff. But yeah, I I was about to say the exact yep. same thing. Like they did the same, which was it was great because at one point they there's a they show a picture of the the boy, I can't remember her name, but she's pregnant and it's just a big arrow. It says that's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, but yeah, then, anyway. but then, you know, they, they come forward to their, basically their keeper. Um, you know, there's, there's like a, like the, a yeah, um, there's a council of people that like stand over the, the head of the seven. Um, and they kind of decide the fate of like, you know, of different things that, that arise, including unplanned pregnancies. Um, so they basically say like, you know, like what, what do you want to do? And they're like, we owe our lives to the, to the secret. Like we are, we are duty bound. We are honor bound by our duty, mm -hmm. and nothing will stop us. So baby's yours. And so like that's like oh. Mm -hmm. So they give up the baby immediately upon birth, and continue to do their job. Um, and they did such a great job of conveying how each one of them feel. And then the baby gets given up to this organization to be raised by them but not by or have really any contact with yeah the so so this this kid is gonna be also one of the keepers mm -hmm. or holders but never know his yeah. parents theoretically they're not supposed to know what's not supposed going to know on. yeah the yeah but clearly he's yeah. telling the story so he knows who his parents are um but because i think of the, yeah and, the, and it's and father, it's like right uh you know like there's clearly heartbreak between the the mother and father like they're you know like they're like okay do you want to do you want to say anything to him before he leaves and he's like no but it, like he names him like he names like his name is Which, casper i thought that was cool yeah and it's you know it means a treasured secret and uh yeah like it means a friendly ghost <laughs> he's also a friendly ghost um and the mom definitely has a little bit more like like anguish about it but but kind of covers it up with like rage Cause then like mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, the keepers like, do you want to say goodbye? And she's like, no. And just like, get, get it the fuck away from get, me. Yeah. Get yeah. him out there. Yeah. Um, but Yeeted then it, the baby across the room <laughs> and it, it flashes forward. Cause like the, basically the book started in an action sequence and ends in the same action sequence. And it's like framed by oh, this modern day battle. that somebody's coming, coming after the secret and they're trying to fight their way out of it. And the dude basically is just like, you go ahead, 
I'm gonna hold him off. I'll 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 follow you. I'll meet up with you. And like we, I've seen movies. That doesn't obviously. <laughs> I've seen TV. <laughs> I know how that yeah. goes. So the guy, um, you know, clearly sacrifices himself to save to save the the chick, and he's like, um, to save the secret and exactly, and, the woman, and yeah. he's basically like, um, he's like, I got some pretty sizable holes in me. You, you know, I'm sorry I can't meet you. And she's like, I, I, she's like, I guess I have to rescue again. He's like, no, you're going. You're actually protecting the secret. I just, you know. He's like, listen, uh, Amon, Amon is here. Amon, um, Amon. Yeah, he's like he's the, the villain. He's he clearly seems to be the, the villain. villain. Uh, clearly very uh-huh. demonic. And she's like, oh shit, that's a problem. So he's clearly like a person they've dealt with in the past. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's got a shot to end it. So he's basically like. The, there's like a specific yeah, he shoots a, shot. a phrase that he says he's like oh he says never tell him the truth like protect him and never tell him the truth so they're even keeping another secret from their son that they're not supposed to be uh-huh. in contact with it never so. seems advisable never tell him the yeah. truth it's like about never about anything what if he asks a real simple <laughs> no, he's question gonna out, he's gonna find out the truth uh, yeah and well, like and she clearly I... knows what specific thing he's talking about so yeah, yeah absolutely. so there's there's some truth to be revealed. And then uh, we get a final splash page of uh, the dad getting his head cut off. So Wild. Oh. This episode this number one was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I I really I desperately like this need more of this. My issue. only yeah, my only complaint yes. is that I wish it was like it did like the firepower thing where there was like a whole trade Dude, yes. of a prequel before. A whole backstory. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because on top of everything else, I thought it did a good job with like some of the humor. Because I think like the 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 leader, the council leader, like interrupts like the proceedings, and like the one guy was like, "Tell you can't just," and she's like, "And yet, look at me, Justin." <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "All right." So there's a little levity in here too, because then they, because they kind of talk about like, you know, these two people, they're pretty much always together, protecting the secret. Like, of course, we've dealt with them having kids before. Like, are you yeah, guys fucking because, crazy? They're like, like, what you mean this has happened before? They're like, what do you mean? Yeah, people like, that are forced together are gonna fuck? No, <laughs> yeah. shocking. And then like the one guy has like the one guy has a spear. So when like that same woman who interrupts, she's like, "Oh, carry on. You have the big stick." And I'm just like, some yeah, it's great. I love yeah. this woman. She's clearly a badass, hard, hard ass bitch. And, and I, I imagine <laughs> that she is going to be like the the matriarch, like the the, the person who raised yeah, the probably. narrator. So I imagine she's gonna be a much bigger character. So I'm excited to see that. He, I'm getting a weird vibe that, like, because they were talking about how the narrator, like, wasn't able to get secrets from maybe potentially her, his, their parents. Like, he may be on the side of the guy that just killed the father. Like, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. Oh, maybe. That'd be interesting. I have no, like, no basis, but, like, that was just kind of, like, it felt like I couldn't get answers from the people that raised me, so I went to the other people. Like, that was the vibe I I didn't get that vibe, but that's interesting. It's yeah. a good so theory. I'm, it would definitely subvert yeah. the like the plot narrative that I that I've that I see, you know, tra- trajectory. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's a cool like you know that's just a credit to the writing. Like, yeah, it was. I'm all like, you know, this came out sounded kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, I'll pick check it out, and I've read this. I'm like, this is probably one of my favorite issues of the week. Yep. I loved it. Yeah, it was super good. And I, I'm mad that Casey yep. took it from me. Get it, get it, be, but, get it. Stake your ground. Yeah, you got you got to call dibs faster, man. You got to plant that flag. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, next time nice I'll sweep fight. the leg. <laughs> yeah, I'll sweep the leg next time and really win this battle. Um, but another, like I said, another good boom book, man. You know, they're another publisher we talk about a lot. 
Vault, Boom, Aftershock. They're killing it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Vault, we uh we finally got over a hundred followers on on Twitter, and our hundredth follower was Vault Comics. Was Vault? Hell yeah! yeah thank you. That was fun. I like that. <laughs> it was so cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was very cool. <laughs> Shout out to them, folks. <laughs> yeah, whomever of you Vaultians are listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? We got top stories yet? Not, not quite. We still have okay, what three know. more? Jumping the gun, man. Two more. Two more. I, I don't know. Talk about some comics. Let's do this. All right. Uh, I have um, Empire Avengers number two by Jim Zub and Carlos Magno. Wait, you doubling up on Empire? Yeah. Triple. Oh, so much Empire, RJ. <laughs> Quadrupling up. Four Empire books in this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Adam's. F- well, right my, my first pick didn't come out. It comes out next week. So I. I really jumped oh, really? the gun with that one. What were you going to do? <laughs> um, so, what? What were you going to do? Oh, like, you can well, do G.I. Joe, number seven. Uh, that comes out. So, I'll next probably, week? probably well. do that next week. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so this book starts with um, Black Panther overseeing uh, a lot of the uh, invasions going on through the different areas. Um, and, uh, Okoye is kind of, like, asking where they should send reinforcements, and he's like, we, we can't spare anyone, um, and, uh, because he's kind of saving people for an attack on, uh, Wakanda that he knows is coming, which, Yeah, because the attack it's... on Wakanda is, like, the one where if they get the vibranium mound, they'll be able to make, like, the death blossom that can kill the entire galaxy. Yeah, so I think it's before that. I think it's before Empire in general. Yeah, it's gotta be, because, um, yeah, he's, he he doesn't have time to oversee anything as of the issue we're gonna talk about later, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, then it it, uh, it goes to uh, Luke Cage and Dr. Nemesis, who are uh, uh, going, they're with Vision, and um, he, Vision is scouting uh, underneath Central Park, and a giant eruption happens, and it's Samuel Smithers, who's Plant Man. Plant, and, uh, <laughs> a fucking and Plant, Man, Plant Man has to pop up in this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Plant Man is, like, helping the Katati, and they're like, oh, he, they've brainwashed Plant Man. <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm just, I'm just working, with the, working with the plant. I don't, I don't care about humans. <laughs> and... Um, and then it and oh it reveals that he has the ability to create soldiers, kind of like the Katati do. So he's like spawning plant soldiers from the ground. And then it cuts to um, Wonder Man, Quicksilver, and Mockingbird, who are being held captive from uh, Kree and Scrolls. And then they kind of uh are trying to figure out what to do but then the crease and scrolls are like fighting each other like they start break like the diplomacy starts breaking down <laughs> and uh they just end up in this huge fight between this like faction that is fighting amongst this- themselves uh and then it cuts to the the really the main story which is um it's a uh, black knight and uh and Matthew who's Kazar's son and he like wakes and he's like waking Matthew up, and he's like, Kazar, get up! And he's like, I'm not Kazar, I'm the son. That happens a lot. <laughs> um, 
And uh, and then Kazar is being held captive by his wife, Shauna, who is green now. And apparently back in 2013 in uh, Savage Wolverine, she was fused with the life force of the Savage Land. So the Katati are kind of like influencing her and she's... Um, oh, she's another plant zombie kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Her and, and Man-Thing. Um, yeah, that's bad. You should not have man thing uh on the wrong yeah, side it's real as opposed bad. to boy thing yeah where is boy uh, so, thing in all of this where the hell is yeah, what's boy, boy thing, thing going yeah what's, know, what's we don't know where to? blade is i guess blade is with blade is one of the the fighting teams in here but blade as in is it like blade? yeah he's yeah. he's, he's the yeah. one who had boy thing yeah keep up uh he's that's a marvel right. character you know that right <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> I just want to make sure we're talking about the same blade. Yes, I know he's a Marvel character. <laughs> just checking. Keep up. Remember yeah, that like thing that. that we talked about 30 episodes ago? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Wars. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so Matthew and Black Knight are like watching Shauna choke the life out of Kazar. And uh, then they get visited from uh, Brother Voodoo on, like, the astral plane, and they're talking about how him and um, Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, don't need to worry about physical boundaries. So Scarlet Witch um, goes to Shauna and is trying to, like, unbrainwash her, and um, they're, like, fighting on the the astral plane, and uh, Kazar shows up there. And he starts talking to Shauna, uh, and essentially Kazar was like, uh, he was on the Agents of Wakanda team, which this book is kind of a sequel to, because that book ended, and um, apparently he just kind of left, he pulled a Cyclops, and he just left his, his wife and, do- and son. <laughs> um, Woof. When Brutal. his wife was like, fused with the Savage Lane life force and not really knowing what to go, like, not, not really knowing what to do, so he just left her. And oh, um, dick. then uh, Brother Voodoo's like, this kind of, we need a distraction. So he controls Man Thing and makes him Voodoo Thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Fucking. Uh. And then That's uh, awful. Je- so, uh, Scarlet Witch and Kazar are kind of successful <laughs> in um, freeing Shauna from the control. But then the Katati sees that, sees her turn from like green to flesh color and goes well you humans are a bunch are fucking useless so he, he just takes his uh sword and stabs kazar through the chest Jesus. and that's where it ends <laughs> wow brutal yeah i love Man. it because it's using all these characters that i really like that almost never get i didn't get a chance to read play. this issue but uh reading the first yeah, issue definitely felt like what what is the like c team avengers up to <laughs> yeah, plus he uses Doctor Nemesis. I love Doctor Nemesis. Yeah, like what? What the fuck is Wonder Man doing in all of this? It's like I didn't have that question, not, but I'm yeah. glad you answered it. <laughs> not punching anybody because he's a pacifist. So <laughs> the fuck? Do we even care at this point? Like, what do you? What do you? What do you bring to the table, Wonder Man? <laughs> we're fight. We're trying to fight some plant people, and you won't even punch. Yeah, them. come on. They're not. They're not humans. You can punch them. It's fine. Yeah, they're plants. <laughs> you can punch a plant. You can punch a plant. Anyway. Punch a tree. It's it's killing tree these guys wins. is technically vegan. 
You know, it's vegan friendly. <laughs> oh, right. How do like vegans that. feel about the katati? <laughs> uh, we need to start a new segment. Ask a vegan. We can have a guest star on and see what they feel about this. <laughs> I got, I got your, some vegan your, friends that read comics. I'll, 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 what, if your, the what if your salad had a, like armor and tried to murder you before it was in a bowl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if, your, what if your salad is actually a casualty of an intergalactic war? <laughs> what, if your, what if your salad was a war criminal? <laughs> what if your salad was a, was a space messiah? How would you feel about that? Jeez. Bent on, on mammalian genocide. <laughs> I feel like they would be like would, they would be duty bound to eat them at that right? point. Yeah, you're you're right? doing the world a service by eating the salad. Yeah. <laughs> eating the salad messiah. Where's the where's the person that's going out fighting them with like a fork? Where's Hulk with like a fork? Right? Oh my god. <laughs> Stabbing like in a bottle of ranch. <laughs> yeah, somewhere there's, like, somewhere there's, a, there's a like eat your greens joke in there. <laughs> Sponsored by Hidden Valley. <laughs> <laughs> this has giant salad. It's that tongs. Simpsons episode where it's like kill your own cow or whatever party. Oh, I thought you were gonna do the, you don't win have... friends God. with salad. You don't win friends with salad. Oh no. <laughs> That's true, though. That's Both that's very true. Are very applicable. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of getting stabbed with a sword, um, oh, X Force yeah. number eleven. Oh, I didn't get to this one. Ten of swords. So this is by <laughs> Benjamin Percy, and this artist name is is tricky. Um, <laughs> Bezaldua. I don't know. Um, I think you did great. God, seriously, that I think you did that. Adrian Tomita book has has put a new anxiety in my brain of messing up. Oh, plus learning that yeah. we pissed off one of the writers of fucking Bleed Them Dry just has me like, I'm going to make so many enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. I think Bazal was right. right. That's right. Just, I'm, yeah. I'm extra on edge about names this week. Dude, another one. Dude, I'm loving these uh, one, one name yeah. artists, man. I feel like it's so bad. It's rad. And the colors are by. Um, Grew FX. I don't know if that's a company or if that's some person who's just oh, got a cool name. Yeah, they've been in the game forever. But Guru EFX. The that's the cool. co- the colors are pretty cool spectacular in this. Um, really well rendered. Anyway, we get that classic. Um, Colossus is quitting the whole superhero thing to just farm trope that we've yeah. seen over and over again. And it's like, yeah, I know how. Over this goes. and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, just just well pulling a plow with just his own brute strength, because he's just an enormous actual mule <laughs> yeah. at this point. He's like, "No, nah, I'm not going to get in- involved in this fight. I'm just a farmer." And then he gets involved in the fight. So, <laughs> like immediately, it's like he jinxes. Yeah, every like he's not guy. even finished that sentence, and he gets pulled through a portal <laughs> into a fight. But b- before all that, we get um, Beast and Sage, and um, who's this other? Person, uh, is it Cecilia? Cecilia? Is it are dissecting one of these these like zombie type dudes that keep attacking? Yeah, the bioengineered soldiers. Yeah, and oh, okay. in the yep. middle of dissecting them, because they were like, "All right, so we scan them for bombs because we know to do that now." And there's no 
<laughs> bombs inside we'll of him. Right? So, <laughs> so they cut him open. They just keep shoving stuff And this tiny little skinless dude jumps out and grabs the scalpel and... Uh, Pop goes the weasel. And just slaughters... Um, I've already forgotten her name again. Cecilia. Well, I'm pretty sure Cecilia Reyes. Yeah, it's so hard to keep track of everyone in Krakoa know. right now. It's nuts. Especially now that like yeah, people that I thought were dead are alive again. Yeah. So there's like no fucking telling who yeah. these people are, honestly. It could be any X-Men like there's literally There's been multiple ever occasions of RJ sending me like a cover solicit. I'm like, cool, Emma. And he's like, no. And I'm like, wait, this isn't Emma. No. This is <laughs> like, there's too many Yeah, this blonde... actually happened twice. <laughs> it's like, it's Emma. It's not. It's Emma. No, it's too not. Too many blonde bombshells in the uh in Blonde the bombshells with universe. like eerily similar costumes because they all just have titties. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Windows. <laughs> hey man, we'll be talked about that. Titty, titty and dick windows. And very All right, important. so this this skinless Hellraiser little dwarf and tiny little the man dolls. comes jumping out of this dead guy, grabs the scalpel out of Cecilia's hand, stabs her in the neck. She's bleeding out, and then Beast just goes like "fuck this" and twists the guy's head all the way around. It's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> and, and then another one pops That's out. Of awesome. that guy. Yeah. So Another they one. have this like weird. How many like, men Russian fit in here? They're like they're like Russian. What are they doing Russian nesting dolls, where every time they kill a guy, a tinier guy comes out of that guy. <laughs> that's, that's adorable and Especially horrible. Like, the tinier villains. guy runs off with the scalpel, <laughs> and it's like the size of his body. So he's like, <laughs> 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 it reminds me of, like the little the little ashes in yeah. Army of Darkness. It's exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> like that's they definitely awesome. make that noise in my head. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the tidier yeah, they are, the, the higher pitch their, their voice would be. By yeah, yep, that's just biology. Oh my life. So yeah, so then we we get we get this this whole scene with with um Peter being like, I'm just farmer now, and 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 Domino's like, No, you're an X man. Oh, no, I love you. Stop love it, Russian that's Peter. So I didn't even try. It's I am fine. farmer now. It's so good. Just like Colossus. But like we we also cut to one of these little skinless dudes on one of Sage's computers, like right. trying to find stuff. Yeah. Can't end well. And then like we just... we cut back to Peter farming his flowers, and then just like a bunch of Mad Rocks has run into a portal, and they're like, "Well, that spells trouble." <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That's always bad news. Freaking. I freaking love uh, Multiple Man. He's so good. <laughs> so then, yeah, he just uh, he meddles up and runs through, and it's just this giant fight with a giant monster and a bunch of X Men. So it's like, boom! Here we are in an X Men comic now. Just chaos. Does he use his hammer and sickle farming tools to def- to fight this monster? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm he, trying to do steel, in my life. He's a steel person. <laughs> doesn't need a yeah. It doesn't mean he can't use a weapon. I'm just. So it doesn't make you a very good comrade, RJ. Yeah, he's Russian. God. Yeah, so they're fighting these Where's he these Russian to? nesting doll ah. monsters that every time they God kill one, it's... Jesus Christ, I'm trying to get through this book. <laughs> Just power right through. Just ignore us. Keep going. So while while they're fighting these 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 bigger Russian nesting doll monsters, this tiny one that got away in the lab has found this like. I don't know, like, I, I guess Professor X's sanctum? He, yeah, he found the, the, the place mm. where they were hiding slash storing the sword that was made from the Cerebro. Right. It was, like the, fir- it was the first Cerebro that was on Xavier when he was murdered in X-Force number one. Spoiler. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, Magneto <laughs> forged a sword out of it, and uh, it was kind of like in a place of honor. And now this little shithead oh, stole right. it. Yeah, this tiny little gr- the skinless gremlin guy has it. But like this was right after they put Xavier in this like panic room, essentially. Yeah. So right, yeah, black tech yeah. yeah. So so we cut back to Dom just blasting her way through these guys who keep popping more guys out. And she's like, all right, well, how do you divide by zero? And then just blows one of them up. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. Was, try, and try and come out of that. Yeah. <laughs> how many more of you can come out of just a cloud of ashes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we we, we cut to um, Quentin Choir on a date with one of the oh cuckoos. And it's so cute. Because, like, she's meeting him in secret because, like, she's also dating Cable. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> and, like, she just she wants this. She doesn't want the other ones to know. Yeah, she doesn't want to share him with uh, the other ones. Okay. So then gotcha. she, like, kind of kisses him and walks away. We get that, like, oh, I just had my first kiss celebration. And then he gets stabbed <laughs> through the back with a sword. He's like, God oh, fucking damn. damn it. Not He's like, just let me be happy brutal. for once. Yeah, like, just let me have five minutes of happiness without fucking killing me. And then he gets <laughs> kicked. I like that the, the ongoing joke now, though, is to murder Quentin. Yeah, Quentin's been murdered, <laughs> like, yeah, four right. times in this book alone, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, he's been killed a lot. <laughs> I think he's been killed so more far. than any other mutant since, like, the new age of, uh, of X-Men. Right. Which, which really so. begs the question of, like, how does he have a VIP spot in the Kokoa line if X-Factor proved that there's, like, 16 million people? I'm guessing because he's powerful enough that, like, they yeah, he's Omega. sure he's there around. There has to be, like, an Omega yeah. Express lane, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, a fast like, pass yeah. because he's an Omega level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he sucks. I mean, he's great, but he sucks. We probably, he's got a punch card too, though. The tenth oh, one, so he's, he's oh, almost that's there. hilarious. But he he gets he gets kicked through a portal, and then there's this guy. Uh, RJ probably knows who he I is. It's Mick Hale. We're gonna know. <laughs> Mick Hale Rasputin. It's Colossus's brother. There it is. <laughs> I yeah, I'm flipping through the pages and I'm like, oh, that RJ, looks like Colossus. didn't I call it that these two clowns weren't gonna know who this was? <laughs> didn't I fucking call I didn't it? Read the it. But he, I didn't even read the issue. All right, <laughs> you, so you didn't even back ask off. me. I just told you who it was when you and George were like, it's like I was like, I was X-Force. like, I, okay, I at least knew it was Colossus's brother. I did not remember his name. Yorgos also remembered that it was his brother, so but got the name knew. wrong. And you were like, Mikel obviously a fucking idiot like i feel like rj is just like 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 the genius who's trying to explain the 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 like the new plan to all the like grunts in the room he's just like how the fuck are you guys still not on board i mean like like rj's our own personal imdb of comics specifically x-men because he's currently reading all of it but anyway he pulls the sword out of the back of quentin choir and we get this cool splash panel of him being like the Cerebro sword. But then that's so that's the end. And then that was me turning back to the cover of this comic book going, why is Omega red on the cover of this? <laughs> well, I think. Oh, it's, yeah, I did that, too. I think it's a red herring huh. because a oh, red God. herring. Get it? Red. Uh, um, stop it. Uh, An Omega red herring. <laughs> oh, no, because there there's, there's these little, you know, like the data pages. The data pages in this one are like journal entries that have Cyrillic in them. Um, so I think we're supposed to think that it's Omega Red 
because mm. it gives all these hints that it's a Russian person. And then, well, I mean, it is. It is mm. a Russian person, but like fucking left field, you would have never known one. it was this one. <laughs> yeah, because the cover is it's Colossus and Omega Red fighting, and I was like, fucking dope. I love Omega Red. He's one of my favorite X Men villains. Yeah, and... I think the biggest complaint about this book is that uh, Omega Red was not in it at all. Like Omega Red's awesome. not in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a hell of a yeah. mistake. Yeah. Like, thanks, Marvel. You mean thanks. there's a comic book with things on the cover that aren't in the book? What? Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't like judge I, books by it, its it cover. It made me wonder if I had like an, a variant or something, but I don't. That's right. the direct edition. I don't. I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, shit. Future storylines. I guess. I mean, he could pop up in issue two. That, that happens in comics a lot too, where like. Um, the cover will be something that happened either in the last issue or the next issue. Yeah, so that's like the we could still almost. see Omega yeah. Red, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, we could. Hopefully, we, we do. We know he's part of the storylines because he's with the Wolverine stuff. Yeah, yeah. So who you know? All right. Yeah. I say we keep the X train uh, rolling. Let's yeah. do this. plow right into it. I mean, this was going to well, be my my pick before it was the top pick. Anyway. I think it was going to be all it's of our picks, and that's pick. why it's a top pick. I think that's the definition of top pick, isn't it? There it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not special. Marauders this is the top is pick. Um, <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> this was such a this was such a good issue. Um, we're talking about Marauders, by the way. Listeners. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> leaning into Marauders here. So good. Marauders number eleven. Um, I've been wanting this book for several issues. And I, I, I had a panic attack about reading this book. Like that's I, I I left this off till like the last minute just because like this felt like ripping off a band aid. Yeah, because the cover is uh, yeah. the funeral of Kate Pride, and it's yeah. like motherfucker, yeah, if you don't bring procession. her back, I'm going to I'm going to call the police. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a yeah, sword so whole... and and take Marvel by siege. If... <laughs> yeah. I love the whole beginning where they, they have Nightcrawler still writing the letters to Yeah, he's been Kate, giving her daily updates, in, which is super cute. And, um and like and he keeps saying like and then the 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 actual story that's going on is her actual funeral, the the procession, and then just Yeah, and I love that they say that there that will be thing. no graveyards on Krakoa. Um mm-hmm. so they give so her they a, give they do kind of like the Viking funeral yep. type of thing. Yeah, and they use all their powers cool. to go I together. That was dope. Like they use Pyro to mm-hmm. like Set it ablaze, and well, uh, Ilianus uh, creates yeah. the flame, and then Pyro uses it to that burn cool. to burn the effigy, which I yeah. thought was really yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, and you have this really rough moment for Emma here when she when the when the uh, funerals yeah, over. and she and she's just clearly more obvi- very much in mourning, and then someone knocks on the door. She's like, "Whoever the fuck that is." <laughs> Better not actually need something because I I need a minute. <laughs> like she is not in the mood for anything that's about go, to go on, and it but it's Lockheed, which is again adorable that he made it all the way back. Um, has been you know she's he's been separated from her this whole time. Um, and then she kind of like reads his mind. Yeah. Right? Well, I, um, but my thought about to it. See what happens. My thought about it was the only person that that could possibly be on that other side of the door that I'd be happy to see is Kate and she opens it. It's lucky. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> one more, yeah. one more character. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, at this, up to this point, I'd almost, um, since it's been a while since the last issue, I, I kind of forgot that Lockheed was still yeah. out there, uh, with that, with everything that was going on in X-Men. So like, it was cool to see that he made his way back. And then Emma gets the vision of fucking Shaw being a 
just the worst. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. surprised she um, didn't just make his brain explode at that moment. Yeah, from where I liked she how was. she was like, yeah, she was. I like how she was furious. She wants revenge, but she's like, you know what? No, I, I got to slow play this yeah, one. Like, I gotta, I gotta make him slowly. suffer. Yeah, it's like I'll just give him a mm-hmm. bad nosebleed from wherever I'm yeah. currently standing. <laughs> um, yeah. Then they end up having uh, they get Lockheed as some help. Uh, from like the healers. Oh yeah, they, the get, him, they gardens, get him a little like then... like dragon therapist. So that's nice. Yeah, which yeah. is great. <laughs> and then um, Emma and Xavier have a conversation about trying to resurrect Kitty or Kate. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> I was like five it's a corner in the don't jar. jar. <laughs> I know. Um, to resurrect Kate again, and uh, it seems like you know the the five have almost given up. But as she's asking Xavier. Uh, Kurt is there, like saying, petitioning for the same thing. He's like, "All right, yeah, I'll we'll do this again. We, we got to try we can it again." Do it one more time. And to like, Emma, really, the five need to fucking move on. There's a line, you know, like that's really yeah. Like, the yeah, they're trying to yeah, because they can't figure out exactly what's going on with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we come to the B story, which is Storm and kind of taking up the mantle, right? Essentially, is uh, kind of being the leader of the Marauders while Kate has been out of commission. Mm-hmm. You know, dead. Storm um, went full it, like noir. Yeah, yeah, cop. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they're talking to this woman that kind of tipped them off about the drugs and stuff. And yeah, she's she she's like really a happy mutant that she liaison for like the FBI mm-hmm. or something like that. And I love it because like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's this whole really cool interaction between the two of them. They're having like a like a clandestine meeting um, at uh, mm-hmm. on the subway. But then, like, the very end is that woman writing a letter to the ex-desk, like, the like the other, the team who handles Krakoa, and she's just, like, kind of nerding out about, she's like, oh my god, her perfume was amazing, she's so gorgeous, she's so much prettier in real life, like, she's like... Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I, w- I was, I'm kind of surprised that uh, it was a meeting in the subway with, with Storm's claustrophobia. Right? Mm. That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's a little bit out of character. I guess she's had to adapt with the, you know, to the whole circumstances. I thought it felt natural, but like you said, like, it's a weird thing for her to do, you know, because Mm of that. Uh, Then we cut back to um, the five, Xavier, Emma, the whole crew trying to figure out. They're talking about, like, why she never breaks out of the husk. They've done this a bunch of times, and her husk never breaks out. And someone says something like, Kurt says something like she's out of phase or something like that. And like a light bulb goes off in Emma's brain. It was like, oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of like reaches out to her telepathic. He's like, hey, come on, let's go. And like kind of shows her the way because she's kind of, I guess, been in like this defense. She like, she's. Um, what does she say? She doesn't smash barriers. She ignores yeah. them. Right. So she's been. She does, she's she's been not. Re- she she won't substantiate and break the husk. So she's been trying to phase mm-hmm. and drowning every time, and just dying exactly. inside. Right. It. It's just like fuck. Yeah. So she's just been yeah. drowning over and over again. She's drowned eighteen Which is just times. Right? Horrifying. Ugh. Eighteen. They fuck. said yes. And then the five were like, "Oh, that's what was going on." Except- it's like, we'll know if it's the next time. It's like, <laughs> that took forever. Like, they're all just like, okay, cool. At least we know now, right? Like, so it's not anything wrong with Kate. Like, it's she's nothing, not like yeah, she's, she's not a she's, mutant she or anything mutant. like that. It's nothing wrong with the five either. It's just, you know. It's just the way her, the way she is as which a Which makes as a me person, wonder if I that's was really also why she can't go through the Krakoa gate. 
Same. I feel like because he's, he's not yeah. substantial enough to pass through the gates because like Rakoa isn't recognizing her as a mutant because she's not physically whole. She's in between exactly, face. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 I've taken it as um, she, her way of walking through doors is phasing through doors. So I, mm-hmm. it's probably just a mental block for her trying to walk through something without phasing. It's probably a yeah. reflex, and she can't. She can't even control it. Yeah. So yeah. to try to phase through a door, the door's like, nope. <laughs> you don't exist. The way they phrase in. the the way they phrase the resurrections, though, me, leads mm-hmm. me to believe that maybe there's copies of her that are alive, because it's revealed like how many times did you do it, and it's like maybe they didn't drown. Oh, mm. so there's like maybe just that's why they're worried. Fates. Yeah, into the capers. Well, there's just there's just bodies, right? Because they. Xavier has to put her his her yeah, mind back, so, so just, it would just be her just body. Clones. Yeah, they they shell. refer to right. them as that, husks. Yeah, empty husks. Yeah, which is which is just such a. <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> but it was a this was a great issue, obviously. And then she gets her memories back, and she's reunited with Lockheed and Emma. And the, there's a lot of really good moments here. But then she kind of like there's definitely a gap in her memory because. The last time that I guess she like backed up with Xavier was, you know, wasn't at the moment of her death. So there's a, there's a bit of a gap there. So she doesn't exactly remember what happened, yeah. but she kind of knows like Shaw did it, right? Well, yeah, like he, she, he, he shot yeah. first, right? She's like, yeah, she's like, uh, what happened? And then Emma's like, we will speak privately. I want to keep it as Which an love internal that she just matter. She's like, it's Shaw, wasn't it? And she's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just hope she manages to get another, um, another cool pirate jacket because she was buried with. Dude, yeah. Oh, that's a good. She's point. got to steal another. Oh, one. we could have She a was great, buried with her sword we could have a too. New, uh, costume design. Yeah. Well, she'll get a sword. She's Don't to... worry. She'll get a fucking sword. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna be up to our tits and swords pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also gets. New Ugh. knuckle tattoos because she had hold fast tattooed on oh, her yeah. knuckles. Shit, that's right. She's resurrected without knuckle tats, and there's a there's a cover solicited for I forget which issue, but there's a future cover, and it's just her with like big ass like curly Jewish fro and kill Shaw on her knuckles. Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, dude! <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. It's like hopefully she doesn't take any cue from Pyro on uh, tattoo recommendations. Yeah, no, not <laughs> not that. idiot. <laughs> Stupid face tattoo. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? This is great. This is, I know I say it a lot. The new resurrection of the X books, we just talk about them a lot, but like, I don't know if there's a we bad one. We talk about them a lot because they're honest. also fucking good. This is like they're, the best, like, across they're, they're the board so line good. And this is has I, ever had. Usually there's a couple duds yeah. and like they're just fucking art. And I think this is the best one yeah. uh, to me. This and Excalibur are just like, they're so good. Yeah. I loved it. I'm glad it's back. Um, I know I went bitch about X Men, but it's yeah. Good. The way you feel about X Men is how I'm it. starting to feel about Empire. Like I'm starting it's to get just it. a lot. <laughs> X Men's yeah. been around well, since too, 1963, yeah. and Empire's just six weeks. Well, I've been, but the, but there's still <laughs> yeah, like me, eight million books every week of of this they, one thing. Right. That's all it is. <laughs> RJ, to me, X Men started like six months ago. Let's be real here. <laughs> all of this. We've hurts. been covering it for a year, Sean. <laughs> This hurts. Okay, so a year. So a year. Whenever Hoxpox started, that's when X-Men started. <laughs> I mean, shit. If, you, I know, if I, you've only read the last year of X-Men, you're really in a fucking great position. X-Men's the yeah, greatest book Yeah, I'm kind of jealous, honestly. 
Because I you skipped I a lot of shit, man. I think the I feel like the only thing I've read was like X Factor with multiple man, and like maybe the 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 Did, Joss Whedon X Men, and that might be it. X Force with like Remender. Did you read that stuff? Did I have Warpath? Yeah. No. No. no that, I'm just kidding. No. There was X Force right man. before that or right after that. that had that's Warpath. the Yost Crane stuff with yeah, uh, I don't Wolfsbane know. and Archangel and Warpath. And... Oh, that's the stuff with the really awesome art, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I read the one with Warpath, but I don't know if I read the Remender one. Okay. Well, you've read some X Men. I didn't re- I haven't read I've read very little X Men. Um it always felt too daunting. Honestly, to get into, yeah, and then you start like from the beginning, like the people who worked at the <laughs> work shop, way that, up. yeah, right. And the people who worked at the shop at the time, they didn't read a ton of X Men. I think all they read was uh, like I remember Lane recommending, and he just like, yeah, read this. Uh, JB Madrox is it? He's the I, best. And that's like, I all knew the X-Men you. I read. You were you were a fan of Madrox because of him specifically. One hundred percent. That's the only reason I read that book, and it was great. <laughs> But how have we been friends for this long and I haven't made you read a bunch of X-Men? I guess you're just not a pusher. <laughs> I guess I'm not. You yeah. gotta be more assertive. That's like, the only... That's what you want. This Either is why a pusher or a pushover. <laughs> that's why I didn't work at the shop for very long. I was just bad at selling people stuff. I'm too honest. <laughs> that's fair. Like, I, I remember there was this one day I was working on a Saturday and someone was buying this... Uh, this talking bender action figure and i let it slip that like everyone i know who's had that toy says it breaks and they're like oh i would have what don't want to buy it if it breaks and they put it back on the shelf i was like oh shit i wasn't supposed to say that was I? oh my god <laughs> it's like i'm not good at this all right so adam's favorite book of the week yeah oh my lord we're gonna their fourth dose of empire number five uh, this was, there was a lot, going, a lot on. going on. So the main, the beginning, we find out really what happens in the hour that um, Teddy had before he had to go the secret wedding, run secret the ship. Wedding. Yeah. So they got when you get the secret wedding. <laughs> so and obviously they have. A, well, I like how they um they make a yeah I like how they're like oh we got an hour so they fuck yeah, like, and then and like then, oh, we well, like, well, we've already spent about half of that hour so now what. <laughs> Yeah, so let's go get married real quick, yeah. and like, then that—that's so they do that. So they consummated um, they the marriage great, first, and then they, yeah, they, they did it out of order. That's like, all. Uh, then call the team. It's like, what do you mean? We only have half an hour. We can't invite people. It's like uh, mm-hmm. everyone we know is like a teleporter or a superhero. Yeah, and they'll they all fucking love they have, us. Yeah. so I think they'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> and they were all there. So I like how it cuts back after he uh, Billy's telling the story, and they're like, "Yo, um, your magic seems like." pretty uh focused right now he's like yeah of course they took my husband i'm fucking well, also, focused like, let's go like, he, spe- he specifically he's like yeah me telling you exactly why we got married or how we got married is like not a digression it's specifically because magic is all about like metaphor and like it's we mm-hmm. we formed a bond and that bond is very literal like it's like, it's yeah. like yeah exactly metaphorical marriage became a physical marriage and now we, I like, I know exactly where that motherfucker is, so we're going. He can go yeah. find him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I he just seems like so badass. Like he's like, yeah, like I'm going to get my husband, and no one in the universe is going yep. to stop me. Like that, it was awesome. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool hero moments in this issue because then it flips back to, um, like She Hulk is like zombie 
Zombie Kotati She-Hulk is just ripping the shit out of the, the thing. And this just like, like dude, poor my guy. three dude. favorite pages in the whole event. Because the thing is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This issue I learned Ben Grimm can bleed, so I learned that. <laughs> that that was also a takeaway of mine as well. He was getting his ass. Yeah, his like eyeballs he... are bleeding. He's just getting his, his ass whooped so hard. And like uh Mantis is like telling Sue, like, fucking help him. She's like, I can't. Like She Hulk is punching through everything. Yeah, because especially because like the 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 Kotati zombie like Jen is basically just like, yeah, uh I put <laughs> this is a Hulk with purpose. This is the Hulk who doesn't get hit mm-hmm. you with rage. It doesn't even hit you with malice. This is intent. Like, this is a Hulk with a mission to murder you. Dude, she even tried to put a force field around her brain, and, and it yeah. didn't work. Yeah, like, so, like, she's just... Be- I like how she just kind of throws... Like, as the She-Hulk Otati is beating the hell out of Ben, it's like, she says something like, like, just give up, and that was, like... Th- the thing that he needed to hear is like, um, did you say give up? Because I don't fucking yeah. do that. And just finds the strength to punch her off of him. Finally. This is kind of how you guys sold me on this issue. You were like, there's some really great Ben Grimm in this issue. I'm like, I'm this, fucking yeah. sold. This was a phenomenal Ben Grimm. Like, yeah. And then he's, again, he's just bleeding, which I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like, he yeah, no, he's, he says, <laughs> he says like, he's like, all I got to do is not give up on him. All I got to do is not die. So I guess I can't die. I'm the immortal thing. Put up your dukes. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. That was a pretty Fucking badass bad moment. Ass. Uh, I love that. And it's yeah. also just really impossible. Like, I mean, I always do this, but it's really impossible to not read him as Jack Kirby, especially when he says, put oh, up yeah. your dukes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He has the thickest accent of all time. Yeah. It's great. Anti-screen. Yep. And then, um, yeah, we get a little bit of everybody, and then it cuts to Black Panther with Teddy's sword just killing plants. Just fucking them up. Just, just weed-whacking <laughs> these motherfuckers. trying to defend. We have almost, like, no reinforcements. Yeah, she's trying to be, like, she's, like, the eye in the sky from, like, a tactical standpoint, and pretty much is, like, you're pretty much on your own for 30 seconds. It's, like, we don't, um, yeah, I got, like, f- I need, like, I have, like, four. Like, I don't have three seconds. Like, where the hell are you guys at? <laughs> he's trying, so he's doing the best, but basically it's just him against, like, a horde of, um, Kotati, and then I guess one eventually just kind of sacrifices himself and creates a portal, yeah. which is never going to no. be good. That's not going to be good for him. It's like its own gate almost. Yep. It looked exactly yeah, it was cool. like and yeah. that's when um it does that's when what's his face um the sword is it swordsman yeah swordsman comes the... through swordsman and yes. and uh why well, well, well he... sticking with the theme he um swordsman stabs black panther he stabs him and with he's a like, sword. uh they're going to send an army through this an army of one step back rabble show respect you are a mere king and i serve the messiah and he's just like yeah, gestures towards uh koi so oh, good damn. Yeah, it was pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, more getting run through with a sword. <laughs> yeah, the theme of this week, it seems. I think it's going to be the theme for a um, couple weeks. I don't know if you guys yeah, have heard yeah, about it. True. There's, there's a bunch of swords coming our way. There's ten of swords thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, at least cu- ten of them. <laughs> then we cut back to Billy. Um, not Billy. Yes, no, Billy. Billy. I was right the You're first time. you good with names this um, week, Teleporting. Yeah, I am good <laughs> with this week. Um, teleporting onto the Kree ship, and I was like, hey... You're not in charge anymore, that guy that looks like Teddy. is like, what are you talking about? There's no Earthlings left here. He's like, yeah. He's like, no, I'm I'm the Emperor 
there's no Teddy more. It's like, yeah, you you never were him. I he's right here. I I went and got him. <laughs> you had him in some fucking prison. It's like in a uh, so gimp mask. Yeah, it was yeah. A little, yeah, it was odd. Well, no, it makes I guess it's like a power dampener. They're, they're fucking shapeshifters. So if you put somebody yeah, in yeah. prison oh. and then they just all shapeshift into different people, you Change have no fucking idea you have in prison anymore. <laughs> That's hard. I like how the though. one. Yeah, I like how the one main scroll guy was like, "Oh my god, fuck! Did I, did I fuck up again? <laughs> like, he was kidnapped. Like, when did this happen? How did I screw up again?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I'm a scroll. I should be able to figure this shit out. And, uh, yeah, you exactly. Know, like, but yeah, um, it was very, uh, it was very man in the iron mask. I mean, it's quite literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Then, we, then we get. And now you've kind of. They kind of draw lines a little bit here. Yeah, go we ahead, get, RJ. We get Carol with her judgy hammer again. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you get the one of the many judgy hammers love, as we, as we also, learned like, earlier. It, it, because <laughs> like, it was the, uh, uh, what's her name? Tanla? Um, Tanala? The, I don't know. Tanlath. Yeah, Tanlath. There you go. The, uh, but she was, she's a Cree uh, magician who gave uh, What's-Her-Face the, mm-hmm. the hammer. And she's like, oh, of course the hammer you gave me lies. Like, right, he would be the exactly, one who would be able yeah. to make this thing fucking lie to me, so no wonder and I then, told uh, me that was Teddy. So Carol's like, we're here to stop you from uh, triggering the sun detonating weapon, and he's like, what do you mean trigger? Mm-hmm. I already did it. So he yeah, has this Osmandius moment. What's the point, what's the point in de- doing that twice? It's like, oh, Yeah, fuck. so he just went full on Osmandius. <laughs> yep. And then they've kind of drawn lines now, so you have, like, evil Teddy, Super Scroll, who would not sure exactly who this is yet and like uh i mean it's obviously the people that have been lady, there, right it's yeah, the grandmother it's right probably yeah probably yeah because um, she was shape-shifting into the the magician the um i already forgot her name again tan last yeah whatever whatever yeah. yeah and so then we kind of cut back it's basically everyone fighting plants they're doing their best <laughs> way to um, put the whole event into it's basically well, everyone fighting the, plants well, Black Panther. Well, the next two pages. Black Panther doesn't have they a plant, pulse. Well, yeah, yes, he may not have a pulse. They've they've planted the egg in the adamantium pyre, or they're about vibranium. to. Um, so, vibranium. You're right. Adamantium's the <laughs> other one. Um, so, I, am I am I just this um, desensitized to superhero death, or is T'Challa's death kind of mean not really well, a that's death? That's the thing. I think they think it's strange. Because they say no pulse. How strange. He died of blood loss. It's what animals do, bleed and die. But I, I have a feeling it's a misdirect yeah, for him, specifically that, maybe with the suit or something. It's hiding something to, to protect yeah, him. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that too. Or like it was just another like empty suit. Like maybe it wasn't ever Black Panther in there and he yeah. was like a red herring. I'm not sure. I, I don't think he's actually. I mean, they, they poked a sword through his entire body and yeah, they did. What if it, they did. it had blood on it. Like. <laughs> But depending where you get poked, well, I mean that's it's you. also like It'll uh, hurt a lot. Yeah, when you're reading this issue, you're like, whoa, man, Jen Walters is a, uh, you know, she she Hulk <laughs> is a zombie uh, Kotati. It sucks yeah, she's that she's dead. dead. But... And then and then you flip the page in the same comic book, and there's an ad for the immortal She Hulk. So like, yeah, fuck comic weird. book death. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hulk is immortal right now. They're all immortal. I know, all the Hulks but are like, it's, anyway. it's, it's, it. The fact that they put that ad in this it, issue is just kind of like, well, obviously this death isn't going to stick. <laughs> it takes the piss that. right out yeah. of it. It's exactly. Like, yeah. If you're reading Hulk right now, it takes piss out of it anyway. I know. Yes. Yeah. It's like reading X-Men. <laughs> yeah. And so I love, I love the end of this. Um, it goes to Stark 
and Reed basically saying, so what's the bad news? Uh, it's like, well, they've definitely planted the flower of Wakanda. I give it 10 minutes to full activation. And then it cuts to Reed in the Fantastic Four armor that Tony was building, which is looks fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he built him like a Stretch Armstrong mech suit. <laughs> yeah, and then thing. it's like, oh, then the worst news is the solar read. If my solar readings are correct, the exp- uh, the sun's going to explode sometime in the next nine minutes. And Tony's like, nine minutes to save the world twice over. Let's get it done. <laughs> I love that line. That's so good. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Just such a, like, a engineer, like, business thing. Like, you know, just, just like that just kind of mentality. Just shut up and do like, the thing, you know? We, we got nine minutes. Let's fucking go. Like, like there's no other choice at this point. Uh, yeah. And anyone who's ever bought a Stretch Armstrong toy knows you have exactly nine minutes worth of fun before that fucking thing breaks. Uh, I'd say like, yeah, maybe like exactly. three so minutes. It's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing you try to do, though, is you basically you, you attach it to one thing and you could see how far you could pull it before yeah. it breaks. I feel like yeah, that's that, what everyone that, does. That was a moment in my life I should have known I was destined for QA testing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly. here's the Stretch Armstrong. You rip it out of the package and just tear it in half. Well, that was fun. <laughs> You can stretch it exactly that far. That's how you pitch your job. Like stretch Armstrong with a computer. (laughs) But yeah, this this event's been fun. I've been reading mostly the main books, so you don't even have to read all the tie-ins. It's it's cool. The stakes seem real, which is cool. They seem high. Um, I like that it's one... Black Panther might be dead, who knows? one big (laughs) uh, push on just one front, and it's not... uh, like drawn out to like 12 issues and it's like these multiple battles it also it, it kind of yeah, helps I that agree. it's uh, I agree. weekly i think i feel like the, these events yeah, lose it does for sure lose steam super easily yeah. and it's just like having yeah. it be th- like this high stakes this frequently feels very like fuck all the shit's hitting the fan it like actually feels very um like like intense I, like yeah, yeah. yeah if this was go over six months i don't know if i would be as in- interested in it this is also Dan Slott's wheelhouse of a book that's that's coming out nearly every week that has a lot of things happening all at once. Like that's pretty mm-hmm. much what he and did it's with Spider Verse. Ewing's wheelhouse in the sense that it's steeped in Marvel lore and he weaves it together in a mm. really creative and interesting way. So yeah, yeah I feel like you're getting it's the strength of both of those sure. writers. It mm-hmm. definitely is. Yeah, it's really good. Hmm. All right, we did it. We did it. Wow. We got out of this. <laughs> Alive. We're all in one piece. This is great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's, uh, what's, what's going on this week? What do we got? Thor. Thor. Nice. Thor number six. Thor number six is out. I'm pretty excited about that. I was just thinking the other day that I need more of that book in my life. Yeah, it's so good. Cable number three. Looks nice. like Batman. Batman, Wonder Woman, Nightwing. So, decent DC week as well for your... If you're on that train. Captain Marvel again? Is that weekly? Excalibur? Uh, It's an empire, so yes, because empire ends. So. All right. Dang. Excalibur, Wolverine. More decorum. Gideon Falls. Nice. Which they just announced the end of at the end with an 80-page giant, which I am so pumped for. (laughs) I'm upset that it's going to end, but that's going to blow my entire brain. How do you it's that's gonna, gonna be blow so my good. Fucking brain out of my skull for sure. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> Once the future again is back, Empire X Men, obviously. Oh, Valkyrie Jane Foster, there, mm-hmm, Casey. Mm-hmm. Very excited. No one's um, rose, uh, which RJ got us into. Oh. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Maestro. Oh, another one. new um, vault number one called Shadow Service. Very excited sure. for that. We're contractually obligated to read that now, apparently. <laughs> Dude, we are not point, being paid by I... Vault. Please pay us. We are. Can we get paid by Please Vault? Please pay that'd be us. I, that would be that's, awesome. That's so... Uh, that's the goal. I mean... Ethically yeah, yeah, nebulous? Like our, our, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> we, would, we would not be very good as uh, reviewers or like independent journalists. In qu- hard air quotes around <laughs> journalists. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah, we're we're very new to this whole journalism <laughs> thing, you guys. Uh, but also, it would be tight to get a. But I, I'm ball. pretty sure that would be a bad thing. Uh, um, dude, but the way, the run they're on, I'm checking it out. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't been let down by them yet, so mm-hmm. so I'm in. Yeah. Ooh, there's a new there's a new Junji uh, yes. Ito um uh short story collection. I believe it's short stories. It might it might actually just be a novel, but that's going to be cool. Um, there's oh, also nice. a Bernie Wrightson illustrated uh, a hardcover of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein coming out. So like, I might just not read comics at all and just reread Frankenstein if I'm being completely honest. And just and just read <laughs> my my pick is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like that we've been we've been making a point to cover some more of the long form stuff. Yeah, right? no, it's. It's uh, because I feel like it was definitely a gap in our our reading, so or or our reporting at least. So I'm glad. Also, did anyone say Wonder Woman Dead Earth? Wonder Woman Dead Earth is also coming. Oh Oh, fuck! Yes, I'm in. That's the last issue of that, right? Yep. I'm stopped. That makes me more upset about this whole DC thing. I know. Looks like that. Especially that was that was how I found out about it because um, Daniel Warren Johnson was furious because he's like, this is the best editor I've ever worked with. He was like fully behind all of my dis- like like creative decisions for Wonder Woman Dead Earth. I've never done a superhero book that had so much open like creativity, you know? And it's like, yeah, that's what books need and like to fire yeah. that guy is fucked, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 That but, sucks. you know, we can at least celebrate the books while they're while they're still coming out, so. Yep. Yeah. And this <laughs> book sure. is definitely one worth celebrating. Hell yeah. Yeah, it it's is. great. <laughs> uh we'll definitely be talking about that. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I predict that being a top story. I agree. Yeah. We can pretty much chisel that in stone at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's this week's comics. After last week's comics. Uh, make sure you follow us on the Twitters and the Instagrams at, as- at last week's comics. Uh, consider supporting our Patreon by going to duelinggenre.com slash support. And, uh, help us help a bunch of other great podcasts and you get, you'll get a bunch of cool uh exclusive stuff from the dueling genre gang um yeah so uh please support your local comic shop uh any way you can if if it's still open go visit them they need uh they need your support um and you know you should be doing that anyway if you're listening to a show like this buy comics um <laughs> Yeah, also, uh, wear a mask and still keep those hands clean. We're not out of this, uh, this stupid horse shit yet. We've got, <laughs> got to st- stick it out still. So, yeah, stay safe. Keep your, keep others safe. Um, yeah. So for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>